Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. And this is episode number 606. Barry on deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Uh, I hope you're staying warm wherever you might be attending this fine uh, show. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's a show. It's a, Is it a program? I say welcome to the show, welcome to the program, because I never know, is this a show or a program? I don't really know the difference. Either way, it's a, it's a, a you know, it's a, maybe I put too much into it. Maybe it's just a thing. It's a live stream. It's um hell, I don't know. But welcome in. I uh, hope you had a good night last night. Hope you're staying warm wherever you are tuning in from. It's a show, Graham. Oh, I like that. It's a pro, P-R-O-W. <laughs> Jim, you're onto something, buddy. Good job. It's a show, Graham. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, look, I'm going to be honest with you folks. Usually, usually, one of two things happens. Uh, I either prepare a plethora of topics to discuss. Sometimes I make it feel like uh, we're loosey-goosey, but I have a plan. And then sometimes I don't have a plan, and we're loosey-goosey. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. right? I've got a couple of things. This is a slow day for topics, and there's nothing really like critical that we're going to get to besides maybe the some of the um, headlines. I mean, I'm to the point today where I was like, I was on Twitter. Dr. Dre on 290 tweeted uh, out of one of those, pick one or the other, you know, like where you have to pick your favorite chip or pick your favorite whatever. Um so I, we're going to do one of those. I just, it's different at least, but uh, it's a tough one for me. So we'll do that. Uh, I did see, I, I pilfered a um, I, topic from the Discord from Philip Barnard, who posted it, I believe, yesterday. Pretty interesting. The um, Over the last decade, which FBS schools have the most wins? Surprise! It's who you think at number one. There's no, there's no, there's no like teaser here where it's like, and it's not who you think. No, it's who you think. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to don't say it in the chat. You ain't got to say it in the chat. Just, just let it marinate. Uh, also, I've got some non-sports that I have like stashed on my uh, <clears throat> rundown in case we need to, you know. Go off the beaten path or have some shit to discuss. So we can do all that. Plus, as as always, if you guys have something you want to discuss, throw it out in the chat. Put it in there. 
If it's not stupid, we'll talk about it. If it is, then pick your favorite not safe for work website, Dimata. No, he, I mean, but I bet Dimata, I bet Dimata's uh, lotion bill is astronomical. And not because his wife is ashy. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, not a COVID cough. Uh, let's do this. Uh, welcome in to everybody. Let's, oh, hell, let's just get to it. Let's just start with the chat. We'll do some sports headlines. And uh, I got I got to tell you, actually, before we start the chat, last night, uh, drove in and um, drove down to Houston, which it sounds weird, but I never used to say it. But, um, yeah, I have to drive into Houston. Like, I consider this myself Houston. I consider where I am Houston, but it's, but it's not. It takes me 45 minutes to get to the studio. Uh, to Fox 26 to, to do TV. So that's a that's a haul. That's a 45-minute drive. So that's, yeah, that's dry. You know how far you could get in 45 minutes on the East Coast where it gets real skinny, where it looks like a, like a dong going up, and then it's like all the eastern seaboard? Not like the south, not like the southern part of the East Coast. I'm talking like once you get past the Virginia, up to the belly button. <laughs> okay. But, you know, you get, you get up there like New York and... Pennsylvania and all that. It's uh, 45 minutes to get you through like nine states. You can be in Canada from New York in 45 minutes. That's not true. Um, but it's a long way. So down here, it's like, oh, 45 minutes, that's it? It's crazy. But yeah, I I, I headed into Houston. I, I was on um, the Isaiah Factor on Fox 26 last night. Good times. Nope, no blue draws for the appearance, KB Holmes. Nope, I just go with whatever. I only wear blue draws when I'm on stage performing the comedies. That's it. That's it. That is all. That's it. Uh, Steven says, spoiler, 45 minutes gets you the same distance no matter where you are. False. False. It gets you the same distance if there's no traffic, if there's nothing to slow you down. And it might get you more distance if the speed limit is faster. If you go 45 minutes and the speed limit is 20, or you go 45 minutes and the speed limit is 80, spoiler alert, Mr. Weather Wizard, not a math guy, you ain't getting the same distance. Also, you know what the hell I meant, Lil Uzi? What I meant is I could go 45 minutes and still not be on the south side of Houston. As opposed to on the East Coast, I can go to 45 minutes and be in two different states. Not at the same time, but like pass through. Two you know what? Somebody time out, Steven. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, Steven. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you something right now, Steven, if that is your real name. This ain't the day. I ain't got shit to do. But time people out and chew gum and I'm all out of timeouts. Wait a minute. I'm all out of gum. Shit. He said Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't about to time him out. Don't do that. I was just—it was a joke. God damn it! It was a joke. It was a joke. No, no. Why? Ah. All right. Well, I mean, the deal's a deal. It was just a joke. Alan's like, bam! You get a timeout. Shit. 
Yeah, see, this is what happens. I guess we'll... Is there any mods? There's no moderators here right now, is there? I think Jen's here. Uh, Jen is a moderator. Oh, no, Don is here. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got mods. One of them will, will get around to timing him out here in just a second. I mean, they use their points, so... You gotta... <laughs> Alan said I had points to spare. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what if one of the moderators could time him out, please. It's, I love you, Steven. It was just a joke. I was... I was joking, Steven. And then Alan ruined your day. So I love you though, buddy. When y'all are timed out, can you still watch the show or can you can you not see the show? Can you can you see the show but not chat? I don't know how it works. I've never been timed out. I'm so fantastic that no wait, I think Kyle did time me out before when we had our little dispute. Um so yeah. Uh Alan said, Well, are we having a show today? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Listen, man, sometimes I almost delayed the show by, I don't know, 30 minutes just to have more time to prep. But I was like, eh, we'll just go. Uh, so let's do the chat. Let's get to it. This is the chat. If you're new to the program, this is a shout out to the chat. For those of you that don't know, I like to say hello to the people that make this program work, that make it tick, that make it is what it is. And that's you guys in the chat. That's you guys watching. Now, welcome to those of you uh, that may be listening on a podcast later. Wherever you get your podcast, you can absolutely do that. You can listen uh, on Podbean or uh, not live anymore, but iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, um, AM, FM. That's not true. Ham radio, smoke signal, boop, 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 whatever that is. Morse, that's not Morse code. What's the telegraph? You can listen on all that. I still need to learn how to go live on like IG. But I don't want to use my phone. Or maybe I should get a second phone. But it would be dope if I could go live from my computer on IG. Uh, the only other thing I could think is if I had like the little setup where I mimicked a phone screen. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's do the chat. Let's do that. Here we go. Uh, Alan Denson in early and then passing out. Uh, passing out. Uh, what's it called? Timeouts. What's up, Brian? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Brian Pettit in the building. Uh, Steven, the weather guy is here. Unfortunately, he says, what's up, Twitch bitches? Uh, unfortunately, he got timed out. I apologize, Steven. It was just a joke. I should have known better. I can't joke because people actually do it. Nightbot's here, that raggedy bitch. Stream elements showed up. Hey, what's up, Terrence? Terrence is early today. What's up, pimp? Thanks for being here. EJD in the building, first in line. There you go. Chris Reyes is here. LFG, let's for forego gifts. Okay. Uh, Alan Denson. John Dory is in. What's up, man? Alex Villanueva. Yo, let's go. John Dory. Uh, Cisco is here. I almost said wine. Winnie's. Winnie's punk rock. No, that's wine is punk rock, Barry. That is Cisco. He said hi from frozen Fredericksburg. Is it really that cold out in the hill country? I know it's that cold in Dallas and uh, up in uh, uh, Oklahoma. Because I know CeCe's like cold as shit. Uh, but hey, what's up, Papa Bane? I got your shoe check, pimp. Hold on one second. Uh, but so, but I didn't know it was that cold down here. I mean, it's chilly out. Hey, Google, what's what's the temperature like outside? Hey, Google, what's the temperature like outside? I was just seeing if that made y'all's phone go off. My my Google's in the other room. Um, but yeah, I know it's pretty cold. So let, let's see who else is here. Uh, John Dory, E2D, Alex Miller, the wave of Cisco, AJB. What's up, Aaron? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, he said, "What's up, people?" He still does the lamb bombs. I love it. I love it. I love it. John Dory said, uh, mint. Who's mint? 
What is mint? I don't know what that means. Hey, what's up, Sandoval? Good to see you in Mimi. What's up, memesters? How are you? Jared Taylor is here. Jen, hello, Jen. I'm sorry. Uh, once again, I failed to check my phone. I'm going to have to get better at checking my phone uh, in the morning while I'm working because I didn't respond. But if you want to, you can send it to me via email or Discord, and uh, I will check it uh, during the show. And if maybe I can, maybe I'll check it at a break and be able to at least relay the info and then we'll have it tomorrow for when, for the official kickoff. So that'll be cool. Um, it's about squares folks. Let's see who else is here. Who else? Hugh dad. What's up? Tony Romo was not going to say the N word. Totally agree. That is not how that went down. Uh, I talked about it on the discord a little bit. We'll get to that in a second, but don't let me forget. Actually, you know what? We could do it now. We could do it while we go through the chat. Uh, hey, uh, Chingawe. I don't think I'm supposed to say that, am I? Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. <laughs> and Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. I almost forgot to do that. That's my bad. Uh, yeah, there was a video floating around. I watched it this morning on Discord, and Tony Romo was describing a play, and uh, he, 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 it appears as though he was going to say the n-word at least that's what people are suggesting but if you go back and listen to it i mean he just stopped he just said N and there's no idea what he was going to say after that i mean there's there's more than one word that starts with n i hope everybody realizes that and i can tell you as a man who has talked into a microphonal device totally made that word up just now but as a man who has talked into a microphonal device is that a real word? It sounds, it's, I know, I got you, Perry. It sounds legit, uh, is microphonal, that sounds like a, I mean, that sounds legit, right? Microphonial. I should have said phonial, but my, we'll go with microphonal. Oh my gosh. Microphonal's a word? Microphonal history. Holy shit, that's actually a, did I just make up a word that was actually a word, which means I didn't make up a word? I'm just smarter than I thought. Let's see, Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Don't, doesn't that give you all like the different versions of the word or etymology? Microphone, microphage, microphonics. That's all the nearby entries. Okay, I don't think microphone is a word. Damn it, I was so excited. Nonetheless, for a guy that talks into one of these things, there are times when, when it sounds like you've said something that you haven't. Uh, it, it appears as though you were going to say something that you weren't. And I, I can tell you that has happened to me, uh, on air, on radio, people have, uh, said, Oh, you said this. I was like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Or you were, you were going to no, I wasn't. And I know that it's happened to John Granado as well. What's up, McLovin? I know that happened to John Granado as well, where they, uh, said that he said that word. And I don't think he did. I don't think that's Granado's style. I mean, there are some people on air in the city of Houston doing radio that if you told me they accidentally said the N-word, I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. For one reason or another, right? Like, I don't know, maybe they're too comfortable. Uh, maybe they're got a little hate in their heart. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe they just say it all the time in traffic when no one's around. And it formed a habit. I don't know. But I can tell you that, you know, a guy like Renato, not a guy that would say it. But also, there are times when it sounds like it or it, 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 it's like, no, that didn't happen. In fact, I think it was 
Somebody had, I was it Dre? Some Dr. Dre, somebody had like messaged Nick or me or somebody and um, was like, yo, he just said that word. I was like, no, I didn't. Um, not, no, that's not the case. So it just, it, it, there's, it happens where, you know, like in his case, and I wish I could play the audio, but I'll get a copyright strike because it was a live broadcast of a NFL football game. But he basically midway through, he starts to say a word that starts with it and then stops. And everyone's like, he was really going to say that. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. That is not even like, you could almost convince me that somebody like a Travis Kelsey, I feel like he's got a little soul. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Travis Kelsey's been to the barbecue, you know, or if, if there was somebody like that, that, you know, it's 2023. There's a lot of white dudes that hang out with black dudes that feel empowered to say those words because they like, well, I don't mean it that way. That's just, that's, you know, that's my homeboys. No, that's not how that works at all. But somebody like that, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, wow. Alan nailed it. Nailed it. We'll get to that in just a second. But yeah, I, I did. That's that, that, that wasn't a thing. That absolutely wasn't a thing. So you're a hundred percent right. That's, Tony Romo was not going to say that, so stop stop being silly and just looking for headlines. Uh, what is this? Damn it, where's the... There we go. Uh, so that was you, Dab. Jim on Sports, what's up? Good to see you, buddy, as well. Uriel Villanueva's here. My sweet, sweet Donna. Hello. Christopher Mina's lurking. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the lurk. Who else is here? BZH, what's up, pimp? How are you? Finally able to catch a live show, and we have little to no sports to talk about. KB Holmes said, oh, late start wasn't due to excessive or extensive show prep. <laughs> How about you kiss my ass? Um, no, it was due to tons of work. Lots and lots of work. And the week before, uh, it's the week before the Super Bowl, sports sucks this week. Sports, there's two times when sports really sucks. And when guys who aren't creative or funny or entertaining really struggle to do this job, there's two times in the year. One is after the conference championships and before the Super Bowl, and two is uh, during the All Star break and and, and during in baseball. There's just nothing going on that week, so they struggle a little bit. I I I can sit here and talk about absolutely nothing for three hours and be just fine with it. I know a lot of guys that could do that: John and Lance, Joel. There's a ton of guys that can just, you know, bullshit and entertain you while we do it. But there are some that, man, if they don't have sports topics and stats to break down, they struggle. So I always giggle around this time of year. Uh, Kent State is not the answer to that question, Jim, by the way. Not Duke either. Uh, pick your favorite not safe for work website. We already did that, but what's up, Jared Taylor? <clears throat> Where's AM on the list? We're going to get to that KB Holmes, but it's not good. Well, it's not good at all. Hey, what's up, DJ Maddie? Good to see you. Flip. Howdy, sir. How are you, buddy? Slow news day. The Laverne lady cop is back in the news. What? That was Steven, the weather guy. When he comes back, I'll ask him what that's about. I'm not in Houston either, said E2D. Where are you at? You north or south? Everybody's either north or south or west. Very few people are east of Houston unless you're in Beaumont. I'm just mean like the suburbs. Let's see where about oh I gotta go to the other page here. Got flip. E2D. I didn't shave. No. I didn't shave. 
Uh, Steven, DJ Maddie, I got Tony. What's up, Tony? Instead of timeouts, let's roast Steven. I, it's too late. They already timed him out. Hey, what's up, Sandoval? Good to see you, pimp. Thank you for being here. Who else? Who else? Did I get everybody? I'm going to go back. I can. Hey, what's up, Rob? Oh, I got to get your video downloaded, man. What's up, Reyes? Good to see you. So smoking good. Or that's Rob. Make sure you follow. But I got a really cool thing to report from one of our uh, deckheads. So I need to put that on. Oh, I do have it on the rundown. Duh. Okay. I just got to pay attention to it. I never look at the damn thing once I make it. Literally never. Who else is there? Titan Hugo. Show still goes to Podbean. Not live. It just, uh, that's the the resource I use to upload the podcast is Podbean. What's up, Papa Bang? Good to see you, Pimp. I owe you a shoe check and I'm going to get it. Crystal, how are you? Uh, who else? Let me get to the rest of these. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Perry, how are you? Perry, how are you? Uh, I see Potch on the list. I see Dick Willie. There you go. Jalen Green, Alpern, Shingoon, and Jabari Smith will be representing. We'll be representing the Rockets and the Rising Stars game. Okay. It feels a little. I mean, is Jalen Green still considered a rising star? But okay. Uh, of all Jim, Nightbot. Man, what's up, McLovin? Good to have you. Potch, I got afternoon, you beautiful deckheads. Lance would not do that. You are correct. And, and, so we're talking about, <coughs> excuse me, not a code call. Talking about Romo possibly saying the N-word. Absolutely ridiculous. However, and I said, you know, like it happened to Granado. He wouldn't do that. Lance wouldn't do that. <laughs> Alan Denson in the chat said, Lance, no. John, no, wouldn't say that. Ennis, yes. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, I, I think if Josh Ennis were to say it, it would just be for the controversy, right? He's literally one of those guys that subscribes to the, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, hence all the bullshit that he p- tries to pull on air and off and all those things. So I, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't think he would, but if, if I was going to like guess, he'd be on that list for sure. For Sure. What's up, Booty Clappers? I bet my life in says it with a hard R. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is so funny. Let's see. Who else is here? Hugh Dab. What's up? Uh, Jim, I got Sean. Baseball season? Yes, Sean. Baseball season. Uh, Kelsey definitely raps in Paris by Jay-Z. 100%. Let me tell you something. Travis Kelsey, when he's by himself, totally says it. <laughs> thousand percent in the car goes to the weather guy jokes can be uh jokes can get people hurt barry my bad i love you steven so much the acc schedule came out today no we're not we're not doing that uh alex Villanueva is north let's see i'm moving through too close to total dallas <coughs> there you go oh tony you're li- you're moving you're on the west side yeah see that's it nobody's on the east side you're either the woodlands spring area or you're like Pearland, Clear Lake area, or you're Katy Sugarland, right? Like that, I lump those together. And I know Sugarland is more southwest than west, but it's the same. Deal with it. I don't give a shit if you like it. But yeah, that's where most people are. I'm cold as fuck. How are you, Truman? I'm I'm fine. I'm probably gonna be sweating here in a minute. I'm about to have pit stains. I've already got them. Look at that. Already coming in. Look at that. Daddy's a fat sweater. Not like a like a I'm like a sweater, but like a like a sweater. Uh, oh, Dre's on the east side. What's up, homie? How are you on the east side if you're 290? That don't make no damn sense. COVID's still a thing. No, 
No, I'm on, I got all my boosters, but yeah, it's still a thing. Hell yeah, it's still people are still dying from COVID, bro. Don't let don't let that don't let the smooth taste fool you. Flip, people are still dying from COVID. Hey, what's up, Nick Gamboa? How are you, homie? Good to have you here. Thank you for showing up. I think I got everybody. I think I said hello to everybody. I said hello to Dre. What's up? John Dory said, friends will represent. What's up, DJ Maddie? Eastside is like stepchild of Houston. It kind of is. It kind of is. I mean, that's just a fact. That's just a fact. Nick said, I'm Southeast Houston. We probably would consider that more South. You're, you must be Pasadena. Yeah, see, that's where it starts. Like, it goes from Pasadena all the way around to Kingwood. If you're between Kingwood and Pasadena, nobody counts that. Nobody counts that. Uh, I grew up on 290, worked a route for 20 years on 290. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Well, that makes sense now. We raised in Southeast Houston. Oh, you were raised in Southeast Houston? Okay. Hobby? See, Nick, that's fine. That's still considered South. That's still considered South. So, like, South Houston is like Pasadena to just this side of Sugarland, And then, like, West Houston is uh, Sugarland up to, like, you know, Tomball. And then North Houston is anything from 249 to Kingwood. That's the sectors. How am I, am I explaining this to you guys? Steven said, back from the dead, what I miss. Can you not see the show, Steven, when you're timed out? Is that is that really how it works? I'm sorry, buddy. That sucks. Uh, Mercedes, Texas is next weekend. The HLSR at the end of the month. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to some sports headlines, and then we're going to keep rolling. I feel like I left something. I was going to tell you something. Oh, I, got, I owe, uh, I owe uh, Papa Bang a shoe check. All right, now look. I am wearing my world-famous avocado shirt. Yes, it says avocado. Because <laughs> I got cats. And I love, man, well, my, my wife's Mexican, so she she saw this and was like, oh, look, it's all the things you love. I was like, I don't love avocados. She's like, no, I love avocados, and I'm Mexican, and you love me. I was like, well, that's a stretch. But the wife got me this shirt. She was like, you're going to hate it. And I was like, yeah. Uh, I fucking love it. Are you kidding me? Avocado? I love a good play on words. So, look, I don't have a lime green shirt. I mean, uh, lime green shoes that I'm rolling around in. I do have green shoes, so whenever I wear a shirt like this, I need to fix my laces here. Whenever I'm wearing a shirt like this, I tend to bust out the BAM! Stan Smith's right there, baby. Let's go. I mean, it don't it ain't perfect. It don't match perfect, but at least it's uh it's on the color wheel, right? Or the shades or whatever. I need to get some new ones. These are getting uh, a little ragged. My navy ones I really wore out, but I, I I don't wear these as much, but yeah. So I'm rocking the old school Stan Smith's with the green on them. I almost busted out the new Air Force One th with the green and the cream, but no. Oh, super surprised. Sean hates avocados. Wow. The guy that hates everything hates avocados. I don't like cats. They're nasty animals. I will fuck you up. I will. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me oh, fucking tell you something, E2D. I will bring down the heat of a thousand fucking suns on your face you take that back right now you piece of stupid trash i don't know why people hate cats that's so dumb like eh, i fucking hate cats cat i hate cats 
why you hate you hate animals that are fucking funny and clean and far superior to most other animals. It's like one of those like I I've always hated that. I've always hated that where people are like <laughs> damn. We're like, uh, I, I like dogs because I'm a man. Only only pussies like pussy. <laughs> That's the stupidest shit. Hey, you dad, thank you for the 41 bits. And I'm not saying you do this, E2D, but I'm just saying that there's that typical stereotype where women like cats and men like dogs. And if you're a man that likes a cat, well, then you blue, blue, blue. No. Uh. Cats are fucking awesome. They're hilarious. And I love dogs, too. Did you know that it's okay that you could be a man and be secure in your manhood and be a normal functioning dude and like cats? Did you know that? Did you know that you could also like cats and like dogs? You could just like animals? Did you know that? Can you take a cat to a cat park? Yeah, bitch. Yeah. You take a cat to a fucking cat park and let them grow crazy. We take uh, Oliver outside all the time. Spencer freaks out a little bit, but he's he's a scary little, little thing anyways. But Oliver, fuck yeah, Oliver would go to a cat park in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Uh, you don't have to take a cat out to shit. Thank you. Guess what? When it's cold and rainy, guess who doesn't have to go walk the dog or walk the cat? This guy. Well, I don't want the dog. That's why he fucking hates you because he needs exercise. He's a dog. Uh, excuse me, cat libraries and cat coffee shops. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm a cat guy, but love dogs too. We have both in my household. Thank you, Nick. You're a rational human being. You're not this machismo. Uh, yeah, cats are for pussies. Hey, shut up. They are not. They cause bad allergies. Well, bitch, so do trees. Do you hate trees, E2D? Huh? E2D's like, I fucking hate cats and trees and aspirin and flowers and fucking dust. And like, what, what, what? Look, I get it if you don't want to be around cats, but to hate a cat because it causes allergies? That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, my dog flushes the toilet. Is that true? Bro, that would be so pimping. That would be so pimping. Q-Dab says, who prefers hot dogs? I love hot dogs, man. When I had hot dogs the other damn night. I'm, I'm all about them hot dogs. Uh, where does, oh, I was trying to catch up on the chat with you guys. Let's see. Spoiler alert. He dies. Wait, who? What? <gasps> what? Who dies? Spoiler alert. He dies. Those are basic, bitch. Too much white. Need more green. <laughs> no, these are old school, man. Uh, McLovin. These are old school. That's why. Uh, oh, spoiler alert on Stan Smith. He dies. How do you not like a cat? Exactly, Alan. Thank you, buddy. I think Sean hates tacos, too. Sean hates everything, dude. Uh, let me see that pretty mouth. That's weird. That's super weird. I don't hate them, but I'll never own one. Why, Jen? Why? I know Jen's not like trying to be macho, but it comes across as a little butchy. <laughs> She's going to fucking kill me. Jen's like... <laughs> She's going to call me. Hey, I, f- I, can- I fucking hate cats. What are you doing? Scratching my balls. Thanks, Jen. I'll call you later. Uh, Barry's a good cat owner. You can't smell them at all. He's clean. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Jeff Bell. Yeah, Jeff has been to my house, and so has uh, 713 Hooligan. They can tell you. 
My house don't smell like cats or cat shit. And Nora has fucking allergies. By the way, E2D, you know what? E2D, I ought to time your raggedy ass out. I swear to God. Nora is fucking allergic to cats, and we've had four of them sons of bitches since 1998. Man, go sit your ass down somewhere. I don't like them at trees and cats and flowers and dust. Man, take your ass on somewhere. Steven, the weather guy said, go get a cat. Let's go. <laughs> go get him. I'm going to let him stay in here. Got that cat eye on you. That was a crowd. I forgot to turn that off. And then I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get uh, another cat. Let's see who we going to get. Jen's drinking Natty Light. Jen's, Jen's call everybody, bro. <laughs> Fuck cats. What's up, bro? <laughs> Jen's gonna murder me. Cats are psycho, dude. Cats are fun. Y'all know what you're talking about. Who's deserving of a timeout now? Definitely E2D. Definitely. Yeah, you can't double cat, uh, Hugh Dab. You can't double cat. Oh, but don't have no fear. I'm going to go get both of my cats, and then I'm going to wait. I'm gonna. It's going to take a minute because I'm going to go down the street and just start collecting feral cats, and I'm bringing them all in here for E2D. I swear to God. Uh, I have two dogs, like cats too. Wife says no, doesn't like the kitty litter. Kitty litter is way better than stepping in dog shit in your backyard. Way better. What's up, Chapo? Brian has two cats. There you go. They are evil creatures and they suck your soul. You talking to... Mm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. We have one inside cat and dog uh, that live with the neighbors, including a night... Okay. Hey, Alan, what the fuck is this? Are you are you day drunk, Alan? Are you what is this? We have one inside cat and dog dot dot five that live with neighbor inciting knit my cat. DJ Maddie. The fuck? Look, shocker. Yeah, Sean's like, I'm not a pet person, but I just like canoes, uh, uh kayaks and uh, hating shit. You know what Sean loves? He Sean loves to hate shit. Alan has been drinking, bro. Chapo said cats are stanky. I will slap the mess out of you. I mean the absolute mess out of you. They are not stinky if you do their litter box like you're supposed to. Yeah, if you're a lazy piece of shit. Hey, spoiler alert. You know whose house stinks because they have cats? Dirty motherfuckers that don't clean their house. Their house was going to stink anyways. It's just that cat shit overpowers all the dirt and the funk and the fucking dirty clothes and the moldy towels and the fucking three inches of dust and the dirty dishes and the spoiled food. Those are the motherfuckers whose house stinks because they also add cats to it. But as Jeff Bell said in the chat and as 713 Hooligan can attest, and who else? Who else has been in my house? KD, but he's not here. He's in Dallas getting snowed in and ignoring the show. Who else has been in here? My house don't fucking smell, bro, and we got two of them. So suck it. Um. All right, E2D, I'm done with your ass. Done with your ass. Uh, stop talking shit about Jen. I got a lot of timeout points. Oh, you ain't gonna timeout me, player. You can't time me out. If you time me out, guess what happens? 
show goes away. All right, I got to go get a cat. That's the rules. Them's the rules. Did Steven say which one he wanted? Demata has been in there. You just don't know it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I, I feel like those toys that he got me, there's like a, yeah, there's like a little camera in there. That's why I don't jerk off in the office. Hey, what's up, CC? What's up, Bobo? Thank you for the 11 bits. CC said, hello, 44 degree weather. What up, deckies? Yeah, that's cold up there. And it snowed, so that sucks. All right, I'm going to go get some cats. I'll be right back. In the meantime, just enjoy staring at this cat since E2D has shit to say about cats. I'll be right back. In fact, you know what? Let me do this. Rob, I wish you would have. I don't think I can download the video. I wanted to show you all something pretty dope uh, and i don't know how a way to get this video oh i got a gig friday interesting i'm at the secret group um how can i can i download it i don't, I don't think i can download it i don't i don't know uh how do you how do you get this save as oh this is, this is html nope that's not it was that a share feel like I could grab the link. Mm. Mm. I don't know why I'm making that noise. Mm. Let me try this real quick. I want y'all to see this. This is kind of dope. And this will be a good, uh, you can watch this while I go uh, get a cat. Oh, where's my, uh, where's my thing? Shut up. I have a little mechanism. Download. I thought I could download uh, Facebook. There we go. Facebook downloader, which is totally illegal. The video is private. Fuck. All right. Well, you know what I'll do? I'll just do this. Hold on. Put this over here. Make it full screen. Uh, and I'll be right back. Let me skip some of this shit. Cause so this was at the second largest, uh, Barbecue cook-off in, in the state, Rob? Was it in the state or was it in the, in the, I don't know, Rob will tell us. But this was a big deal. This was at a really, this is at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo Barbecue uh, event. <clears throat> and this, oh, fuck, it's not going to play because I can't download it. Son of a bitch. I got to get a new thing. Anyways, uh, Rob, send me the damn video. You know what? In the meantime, how about we do this? I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Corner, corner doing dope. They are to be ashamed. Welcome back. 
Well, it's not hour number two yet. Well, that's pretty close. Uh, somebody, Steven redeemed his channel points for me to go get a cat, so I went and got both of them for you raggedy bitches. Where you going, boy? Where you going, boy? He's going to hiss at me while she's going to be pissed. But this is, uh, this is Spencer. This is Spencer. Say hi, Spencer. He's the scary one. He's super scary. So he wants to go first, so I'll let him go first. Go. Go. And y'all know Oliver. He's the angry one. He's super sweet, too, but he does not like to be hailed now. I don't know what happened. What happened? How come you don't like to be hailed, Bubba? Hmm? Hmm? How come you like to be hailed? Say hello. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Oh, he's so pissed. Meow, meow, meow. Oh, he's about to hiss. He's about to hiss. All right, go. Go, 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 go. All right. That's going to work. Hold up. There we go. There you go. Because he don't like you. Uh, Yes, he does. He loves me. Uh, he's he's a good boy. He just gets a little, I don't know. He, he gets, oh, what's up, PK? Good to see you, sweetie. Yeah, uh, Oliver gets a little angry, and uh, Spencer's just super scared. So They were probably asleep, too. 100% asleep. Could you imagine this coming to wake you up out of a dead-ass cat sleep? Hey, get up. We're going to go on the internet for five minutes and piss people off. So, uh, yeah, there you go. All right. Let's see. Oh, we got to do our sports headlines. Let's do that. Should have got a drink while I was out. Link is sent to your email. No, for download, I need the actual file to download. Uh, here's your sports headlines for the day. Oh, it is Canva. Nice. Look at you, Robbie. Look at you, Robbie. Same thing I use. Oh, fancy. Download. Let's go. No, I don't need all. Is it? How many pages is it? Is it a lot of pages? I guess it is. Yeah, HD. Well, yeah, we can do HD. Why not? Why not? All right. Well done, uh, Roberto. All right, new sports headlines for the day. Uh, Luka Doncic dropped 53 on the lowly Detroit Pistons. That is his fourth 50-point game of the season. Doncic, uh, no letdown, no drop-off in his production. Uh, dude is balling. All the talk, obviously, is about LeBron right now and the, the Lakers getting cheated. Obviously, there are missed calls, but if, you, if you've been paying attention to the NBA, they're like, well, you know, it's the, it, 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 they got cheated and the refs don't want them to win and blah, blah, blah. Really? Really? You think that you think this is kind of like the conspiracy theory, which I saw somebody talking about it the other day, last night. Oh, it was uh, uh, my boy on YouTube, uh, Pat McAfee. He was like, yeah, does it look bad when, you know, you run a play and then they it, it, it goes in favor of Cincy and then you go back and you rerun the play and it backfires and goes against them this time? Sure, but do you understand how many people would have to be involved and how much money that would cost and how much trust you would have to have and all those people to not say anything? I mean, fucking duh. 
So all this bullshit about the NBA and the refs don't want the Lakers to win. First of all, uh, the NBA knows who its cash cow is. It's still LeBron James. It's still the Lakers. Hell yes, they want them to win. Is there some? Is the fix in? No. Sometimes you get calls. Sometimes you don't. I'm sorry that LeBron James has been the beneficiary of every single call for the last 97 years or however long he's been playing. But the fact is, he didn't get a call. Meow, meow, meow. Don't give a shit. You'll get it next time, I promise. All this whining and bitching that y'all are doing, yeah, they'll give you some calls. I just hope they don't give you, uh, I hope they don't overcompensate or overcorrect or oversteer for the bullshit. I don't give a shit that LeBron James didn't get a call. I don't care. I don't. Help me in fantasy bug time. What? Bugging? What? Uh, why doesn't that say Brock Purdy, but a picture of Stetson? Oh, yeah, that's my bad. I didn't update it. I don't know what happened to my pictures, but uh, my Tyler Huntley picture is gone, and my Brock Purdy picture, I don't know what happened to it. I think I accidentally hit, like, undo a couple times or some bullshit, so. Um, all right, uh, that's why I don't cheat or do crime. Chris Reyes would snitch. Oh, that's that's probably true. Probably true. Why does, okay. Um, I guess it's a win. He usually shows his butthole. That is true, Jen. That is very true. That's uh, 100% true. When we can get the cats on this program and they don't show you their butthole, it's a win. All this basketball makes me want to hear about baseball. <laughs> I love it, man. It's the, you can just, you're never going to be able to make everybody happy. Some people want to, would love to talk basketball on this show constantly. And to be honest with you, if I had TBS and TNT, I'd probably watch more uh, national games and talk it, but. All I got is the ability to watch the Rockets, and I'll be damned if I sit down every night and watch them. I just, I can't do it. The product is not good. Nonetheless, back to your headlines. Um, breaking news. Nobody wants to play in the Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley will be a representative for uh, the quarterback position in the Pro Bowl. Him, Trevor Lawrence, and Derek Carr are going to the Pro Bowl. And you may be like, well, first of all, who's Tyler Huntley? Uh, he's the backup in Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. And you may be like, well, what... What did he, what, what had he did? What is he, what is, why is he going? Did he have a stellar season that I wasn't aware of? No, no, he wasn't. He's just a backup. Here's his, here's his game log. Here's his game log for the 2022 season. I want you to think about this for a second. And I want you to understand when people say the Pro Bowl is stupid and it should just go away. This is why, because you're sending Tyler Huntley. You're sending this guy right here to the Pro Bowl. And he has a grand total of two touchdowns and three interceptions on the season. Yeah. He went three and two and then lost the one playoff game that they had. Uh, it's it's he has one rushing touchdown. It's it's just what? What? And it happens because nobody wants to play. Either they, they're injured or they just don't give a shit. So they make up an injury so that they don't have to go. Because I'm sure, I wonder if the NFL has like some sort of like mandatory thing which stipulates if you get selected for the Pro Bowl, you have to go. Unless you're injured. And then people are like, oh, I gotta, I'm, I sprained my 
ultra lateral facsimile ligament. Your what? I, I sprained my ULF. Where's that located? Next to my hemoglobins on the left side. I don't know. I'm just making up injuries, but this is what it says. Um, he was officially added to the Pro Bowl roster as an alternate and got the nod of after Josh Allen backed out with an injury. Who else? Who all has backed out? Let's see. Jackson was also an alternate along with Huntley, Tua, and Justin Herbert. Huntley is the only player out of that group who finished the season healthy, which is why he's headed to Las Vegas. Now, the hilarity in this is also the fact that not only is Tyler Huntley on that list, and he has a, a grand total of two touchdowns passing on the season, but Derek Carr is also going to be in the Pro Bowl or is eligible to be, well, I guess will be. And the hilarity in that is that he quit Vegas. He left. Remember? He just said, I think he got benched. And he's like, I guess it's best for me to step away from the team so as to not be a distraction. And now he's representing the Las Vegas Raiders in the Pro Bowl. Anybody want to take a guess where the Pro Bowl is? Las Vegas. This is just so hilarious to me. Um, just the, the, the sheer madness of this, just make it go away. NFL. Nobody gives a shit about your stupid fake ass whack all-star game. Well, but we listened to the fans, which I had been clamoring for years, just do flag football and skills comp. And then now they do dodgeball and now they're going to do flag football and they're trying to get Eli and Peyton involved and no one still, no one gives a shit. I don't know how to tell you this. You're going to have to really have several years where you sustain excellence because I don't give a shit. I don't want to watch Tyler Huntley and, and Derek Carr play flag football either. If I'm going to watch these dudes play flag football, I want to watch, you know, Lamar Jackson and, 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 and Aaron Rodgers and whoever else. I'm going to watch no damn Tyler Huntley play flag football. It's ridiculous. All right, I got the video downloaded, I do believe. Boo, boo, Sean Folder. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I'll do that at a break. I'm going to go get a Diet Coke at about 3.30, 3.45, so I'll run it at the break. You guys can see something totally sweet. It's not time for my eye appointment. Leave me alone, Gmail! <sighs> Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll both turned it down. That would be hilarious if they did. Honestly, the NFL just needs to do a skills challenge kind of thing. Yeah, well, Jared, they're trying to. But the thing is, like, it's still like no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? Because because you got all these, you know, non-essential ho-hum players showing up. That I don't give a shit. I don't need to see Tyler Huntley in a skills competition. You need to figure out how to do this so that one, your biggest and brightest stars are in whatever silly thing you do. And you need to make it so that the fans give a shit. But right now you have neither of those. Uh, what helmet will Derek Carr wear? That's a good question. I'm guessing Vegas because that's where he's contractually or played this season. This is his season. That's where he played at. So I'm guessing that. I was invited to play in the Pro Bowl, but I declined. Well done. Well done. Is there a free agent helmet we've never seen? 
Uh, that's true. Show me your TDs. I I guess he is going to wear the Vegas one, though. I mean, maybe it's just going to be like an all-white helmet, like Penn State. I don't know. That would be funny if they put him in like a FanDuel helmet or just some random, like something with a dragon on the side so it looks like a created team in Tecmo Bowl or some shit. That'd be pretty awesome. I sprained my don't give a fuck a Lima. Why did I read that? Why? Did I, why? Why? I should just see Total Dallas and be like, all right, this is going to be a corny dad joke. Just skip it for now. Uh, He's representative of himself like Garrett Cole. Okay. I won't watch the Pro Bowl till they bring all-star cheerleading mud wrestling. All right. I don't want to watch him play real football. Well, that's a fact. Pro Bowl greater than WNBA barely. I don't know if I can agree with that. I don't know if I can agree with that. What's up, Mark G? Good to see you. By the way, Dick Willie, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, Queerby said, I would watch the Prolapse Bowl. That's disgusting. That is disgusting, and there was no reason to post that in the chat whatsoever. That, that was terrible. That was terrible, and now I'm not hungry. They should have a QB dunk booth. Oh, I like that. Actually, Total Dallas, that's a good idea. Now, that would be funny, Dick Willie. A uh, car in a Texans jersey, that would be hilarious. I wonder if D'Amico Ryans does that. If he's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm just saying. Quirby said, I'm just saying what everyone was thinking. Bro, literally nobody was thinking that. Literally nobody except you. Literally nobody. And I don't throw the word literally around a lot. I literally don't. Car's going to wear an XFL helmet. Wouldn't that be hysterical? They're like, hey, Derek, uh, put on this Roughnecks. Oh, by the way, <laughs> we have traded you outside of the NFL to the Roughnecks. So go get them, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, Aaron Wilson, big news if true. Potch has a tweet. Let me see if I can grab the link. I don't know what this is. We have breaking news. Is that what this is? Uh, Potch reporting that uh, I like like Potch is reporting that Aaron Wilson is reporting that uh fucking. Jim Verducci is reporting. I don't know. I couldn't think of any other names. That was the one name that popped in my head. They should have the kids from the putt pass and kick competition. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. All right. Here's some breaking news that uh, from the Twitters, according to Potch. Thank you, buddy, for the heads up. Here we go. I haven't read this. So we're reading it together, chat. 49ers requested permission to interview former Panthers interim head coach Steve Wilkes for their expected defensive coordinator vacancies. The Texans are zeroing in on hiring D'Amico Ryans as their next head coach per a league source. Yeah, and that kind of flows with the bottom one there. Texans have completed a second interview with Niners. D'Amico Ryans, last night on um, the Isaiah Factor, we talked about two things. We talked about uh, black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, and we talked about is D'Amico Ryans a good fit for the Texans. And um, the guy that I was with, and I forget his name, I wish I knew his name. It was Jim. Oh, what is his name? Not on sports. Jim. And by the way, they didn't put up our episode. So I'm like, what is going on? Well, did I did I say did I curse? 
Did I say something I shouldn't have said? I don't see it on there. Oh, that's from three years ago. Oh, stop. Two years ago. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're putting up. Yeah, they didn't put our shit up. That sucks. Why you do me like that, Isaiah? Took all that time to drive all the way down into Houston. I got to find the video because I need that for my socials. Um, So I don't know the dude's name. But he he basically said he had sources on the inside. I don't know what that means. But he had sources that told him that um, they had, it was all but a done deal and that it would be announced in the next 24 to 36 hours. Now, that was prior to going on air at 1030. So according to him, we'll know either tonight by the 10 o'clock news or before lunch tomorrow. So there you go. That's what he said, not me. So that's all I got. Be glad timeout has already been used, Truck Driver Poogie. What is Truck Driver Poogie saying? Oh, roughnecks. Okay. Uh, and then Brock Purdy suffered a torn UCL that will uh, sideline him at least six months. And that was posted in the chat yesterday, but I always like to confirm that stuff. And since I didn't do it on the show, uh, and I thought, well, we'll just make it official. We'll make it official. And... um. Put that there. What is this? Who the fuck is this? Page of me at 546 in the morning. Crack of dawn. And this, that's the one I was referring to, Jared. What? He went to Jared? Let's see here. What is this? Oh, what the hell? Okay, <laughs> now look. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh, You can't trust these blue check marks anymore. This is Michael Balco. 814 sports journalist podcast host featured on featured on ESPN rivals USA Today SI now founder of who that domain. Okay. Um, yeah, this, this, I don't believe this. I don't know who this dude, this dude, I don't know what kind of cachet. Anytime I see like this reads like a very kind of sus sus ish. Uh, this is a guy who does like call-ins and he's like, Hey, um, would you like to talk about uh, the 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 goings on in uh, Little League over there in the uh, Bay Area or Erie, Pennsylvania? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck is the eight one four? He must be. What, what area code is that? I'm guessing that's Erie, Pennsylvania, right? Uh, eight one four area code. Uh, yep, Pennsylvania. Looking at the looking at the map, it is a uh, area code eight one four. So he's in State College, Altoona, not near Cincinnati. So I don't know. Uh, and what the fuck is the Hudat domain? What is that? What kind of dumbass shit is this? Oh, I guess he's focused on the Saints all the way in Erie, PA, huh? See, that's America's team right there, the Saints. Gonna be some mad people in the chat. Yeah, I don't know who this cat is. I, this dude carries no credibility with me. In fact, get him off my screen. I don't give a shit what he said. There's, in fact, you know what? You know what? You know what? Let me go main here. I don't, we don't need those headlines anymore. He seems more legit. CBS analyst Jonathan Jones just posted. Yeah, this guy. Like, whenever you see featured on, that's somebody that like called in. 
It doesn't mean he like works for or it was on and like he probably was like, hey, like like what I want to do on this show is like, uh, hey, get me um if if let's say that there's a a big to do about Penn State, give me a guy that can talk uh Penn State and then it would be some fucking Penn State blogger like Michael Balco and then he bought his blue check. I guarantee you, if we went to the Wayback Machine for uh for this dude, he didn't have a blue check mark before. Uh, what's his face took over. What you want to bet? What you guys want to bet? You know what? In fact, we're going to go to the Wayback Time Machine. Wayback Time Machine. His account was created in 2019. So we're going to look in 2022. When did uh, When did Elon Musk buy Twitter? When did Elon Musk buy Twitter? When? When was that? When was that? October 27th. So we're going to go look at like July 2022 in the Wayback Time Machine on the interwebs. What the hell was that noise? Did y'all hear that? What was that noise? That was a little awkward. That was very awkward. All right, Wayback Time Machine, Jan 1. No, we want 2022. We're going to go July 31st. Oh, this this has never been... uh, Damn it. See, so sometime. Oh, there we go. Jan 20. Nothing in 2022. Oh, shit. Well, that sucks. Jack, well, on Jan 20, he wasn't. Uh, Jan 2021. 20, <sighs> This is so slow. No. Okay. Didn't work. Damn it. It was a good idea. But I'd be willing to bet you. I'd be willing to bet you. All right. Uh, so I'm going to just Google D'Amico Ryans. 49ers rejected Denver. Or 49ers DC rejects Denver's uh, offer. D'Amico Ryans complete second interview. Texans complete second interview. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Now, that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Usually, the shit drops on Twitter before it'll drop anywhere. J.J. Watt fuels speculation. Yeah, and then I guess if we just go on Twitter and type in D'Amico Ryans, it's probably on my trending, right? He never pays attention to me. Who? I do, too. I showed your, your, oh, Schefter. Okay. I didn't see that part. Peyton to the Broncos. Nice. Very nice. I like. Uh, there you go. Well done, Pachi Poo. Look at look at producer Poch coming through in the clutch. Adam Schefter breaking Saints and the Broncos are finalizing compensation in return for Super Bowl winning head coach Sean Payton. Sources have told ESPN this clears the way for Peyton to sign with the Broncos to become the next head coach. Uh, and so Peyton is expected to head to Denver as his next head coach. There you go. Uh, there you go. Is Denver giving away a 2024 pick or something? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's like, Jesus, the 10 Denver fans are in my mentions really upset right now. That's uh, that's hilarious. Uh, you see what I mean by all these blue check marks? Oh, wait. Wow. Fat kid deals. That's a, that's a lot of followers. Never mind. I don't know who the fuck he is, though. Uh, 
So many blue check marks. Oh, here you go. Gambling and goofing. Sheesh. Sheesh. Jonathan Jones. The Houston Texans are nearing a deal with D'Amico Ryans. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. I think at this point, all of these rumors are definitely people with pretty credible sources. Really surprised Peyton is taking on Wilson downplay an enormous contract. Mm. I'm not. Uh, it doesn't surprise me because I think that when you look at the available jobs outside of maybe going to Arizona, what's the, what's a, what's a better job? <laughs> Rob with a less ride, Russell voice. He likes short quarterback. Fact. Broncos have two, so screwed draft-wise. Yeah. They're trying to be last year's Rams. Probably. Uh, yeah, Dre, you can't time out nobody. Uh, Steven Weather guy's already been timed out. Yeah, I, you know what? When you look at the teams that needed coaches, Indy, uh, Arizona, who else? Texans, Denver. Indy, Arizona, the Texans, Denver, Carolina, there was really only two teams out of those five. Which one's needed? Hold on. Let me go back to that ESPN coaching carousel. That's all. That's, let me see. Did I, miss, I feel like I'm missing one. Broncos, Cardinals, Colts, Texans. Yeah, that was it. Um, And the Panthers. But that wasn't on this coaching carousel. Of, of all those teams, there's really one... Hey, what's up, Alec? Yeah, there's one that has like a legit um, uh, 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 quarterback situation or two, right? Denver and Arizona. Arizona's got some questions on defense. I think a lot of their problem last year was also health-related. They weren't healthy. But, but Denver, you know, we said going into last season, and I mean we as in talking heads, hey, what's up, uh, Ambient, ambient heat. I almost fucked it up. Uh, he said, let's go. I'm so happy now. I feel a lot better as a Broncos fan. Yeah, you got a legit coach. But the thing is, those two teams had legitimate quarterbacks. Broncos seem to be the most ready now team of the five that needed a head coach, right? With Arizona being a, a somewhat close second. But the Broncos, they've got a legitimate quarterback. I think you're going to see a resurgence in, in Russell Wilson. I don't think that we saw the end of his career. I think what we saw was um, a guy trying too hard and maybe the system and, and the, the locker room and everything else was just a mess. And it was hard for him to succeed. So I, 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 I think that... Um, Sean Payton gets a guy who he can trust in a proven role as quarterback. Got a you know playoff ready defense. You don't have a ton of of uh, weapons necessarily, but you've got some talent offensively. So I think they were close, and and I think Sean Payton makes that team better. At least I expect more out of them uh, next season. Posh says, "What picks are the Broncos going to give up?" Though it's not necessarily about the the picks. Let's go to. Uh, Denver Broncos draft picks. You can also trade players. 
So let's see. Broncos slated to pick 29th in the 2023 NFL draft. Ah, let's see. I'm looking for There was a website. I need, I should have saved it. Uh, but there was like a Broncos. There was a website that would tell you all the, the Broncos draft picks by year. There we go. Pro football reference. Oh, that's all time. Eat, drink, and sleep football. I don't want the past ones. I want the upcoming ones. Shit. This means nothing to me. What is this? 2022 draft results. Let's see. Uh, 2023. Oh. Fuck. Where is that link? Oh, well. Uh, yeah. I, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Broncos 2023 draft picks. They have a 29th pick in the uh, first round, the 68, 69. I like. <laughs> Uh, picks in the third round. They've got a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh. So they don't have a second round pick, but they do have a first round pick that they got from Miami via San Francisco. And so they have a first round pick. But remember, you don't have to just trade draft picks. You can also trade players, and maybe there's somebody on that defense or whatnot that uh, the Saints might be interested in. So, um, yeah, it doesn't necessarily, and it could be cash. It could be, you know, there's there. I'm sure there's all kinds of shit. That, that they'll that they'll include in the package. So um, let's see. Bro, let's go to let's go to next year and see what the Broncos have. So I was actually surprised to see that they had a a, uh, a draft pick this year. Here we go. Wow, oh, Broncos twenty twenty four. Finally, I found the damn website. For frick's sake, man, get it together, Barry. Lock it up. Here you go. All right. So this is twenty twenty three. It's done. Hey, look at that. Ian Rappaport. Is that breaking news? Let's see. Mr. Who is that? I don't know if I trust that. Let's see. Twitter. Boo do 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 breaking news. All right. Look at that. There you go. Pod said, fuck Peyton, it's D'Amico time. Let's go! All right, former 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ridens is according to Adam Schefter. Let me, let me do it right here. <clears throat> uh, breaking news. Yeah, according to Adam Schefter on Twitter, former 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ridens and the Houston Texans reached an agreement today on a six-year deal. Per sources, Texans have their new head coach. Uh, okay. Let's discuss, shall we? One, it's a six-year deal. Um, that, I'm interested in that because, look, the track record of Nick Casario over the last two years has not been great. They're still, they're, they'll be paying for three head coaches, right? They'll be paying for David Culley. Uh, they're going to be paying for, uh, Lovey Smith. They're going to be paying for D'Amico Ryans. They probably are paying for, Jerry Glanville. Well, he was a he was an oiler, but nonetheless, 
I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm not sure Nick Casario is the right man to negotiate contracts for head coaches. Nonetheless, they get their guy, and I think this checks two big boxes for the Texans. The first thing this does as a hire is it makes the fan base interested again. It gets butts back in seats, right? You got a guy that the fan base loved when he was here. And so you check that box and say, this is who the team wanted. Nobody was jazzed about Lovey Smith. Nobody was jazzed about David Cully. But D'Amico Ryans gets the fan base fired up because they watched him play and they loved him. All right, that's checkbox number one. Checkbox number two is you get a guy, uh, a young up-and-coming head coach who is not uh, a retread, no offense to Lovey Smith, but you get a young, well-regarded defensive mind in the building. And in this case, what it really does for you is this team right now, as constructed, is much better on defense than it is on offense. So so D'Amico Ryans actually has a few things to work with. He's got a little bit of talent. They're not great, but he's got a couple of guys, especially in the back end of that secondary with Stingley and uh, Petrie. He's got some guys to work with there, and that is encouraging to say the least. I think I think the, the, the that that check it, that second checkbox I should say of you get a guy who. One sells tickets, but two kind of uh, can can go back in and win the locker room. This is a young team. It's going to be a young team. And what this reminds me of a little bit is Mike Vrabel. When Mike Vrabel left and went to Tennessee, I was like, oh, I don't know. He's kind of unproven. I don't know if he's the right kind of guy. And then what I learned quickly is what we all learned quickly is that players love to play for Mike Vrabel. He gets the absolute maximum out of these guys. They would run through a wall for Mike Vrabel. And what I've heard and what I've read and what you've probably even seen is that players on that defense loved playing for D'Amico Ryans. And don't get it twisted. I was reading an article and they talked about when Robert Sala left the San Francisco 49ers as their defensive coordinator and went to the Jets, D'Amico Ryans took over. After working under Robert Sala, whom everyone on that Niners defense and in that building absolutely loved, D'Amico Ryans had to take over and win over the defense. And he tweaked the scheme a little bit. He didn't change it completely, but he tweaked it to more of his personality and his style, and it's proven successful, and the players love him. So those are the exciting things. Those are the positives. I think what's interesting about the move that we didn't really talk about yesterday, but I I also was reading and totally forgot about this, but do you guys remember when D'Amico Ryan sued the Texans? What? Demia, a few years ago, remember he got severely injured here on Reliant in at Reliant stadium. And he blamed the turf and the Texans. He held them accountable and said that they were negligent in maintaining the turf properly, which caused a career-ending injury for D'Amico Ryans. So he sued the Texans. I think it was 2016. Totally had forgot about that until I read about it in an article. So did that stop anybody? Nah. It didn't stop him from taking a head coaching job, and it certainly didn't stop the Texans from taking a guy um, that is beloved in this organization in the past, beloved by the fans and, and highly regarded. So I found that to be interesting. Now, 
Congratulations, Houston Texans fans. You got your head coach. Let's get to the bad news for a second. I know you're like, what bad news? We got our guy. Uh, You did. But you got a guy who only has two years of coordinator experience in the NFL. No coaching experience. Now, the two years he spent as a defensive coordinator in San Francisco were really good. This year, best defense in the league, hands down. Hands down, not even close. And uh, a proven track record over those two years. But he was kind of handed a defense from Robert Sala that you didn't need to do much, and it was going to kind of maintain itself. How does he handle the rest of the job, right? Is he going to be able to handle all of the other coaching duties? By all accounts, he's super intelligent. He's super likable. He's uh, easy to get along with. He's a, he's a proven winner on the field and as a coach. But he doesn't have that head coaching experience. But that's the catch-22 also, right? You don't want to retread. But this is the gamble you take when you go with a young, up-and-coming uh, coordinator in the NFL, offense or defense. So is there going to be growing pains? Maybe. Is there going to be learning on the job? Maybe. Or it might be like Mike McDaniel. He leaves. He goes to Miami. He makes Tua into an MVP candidate until he gets hurt. And everyone's like, holy shit. And maybe that's what D'Amico Ryans does for the Texans. I personally think, here's your other bad news, Houston Texans. The roster is still trash. D'Amico Ryans isn't coming in and winning 10 games next year. Okay? Let's just all, let's just all go ahead. Center our, our chi, align our chakras, and understand that next year's still probably going to be pretty bad. Improved, you hope. But it's not going to be great. He's going to have a ton of rookies, which is great. That's how you do a rebuild. But D'Amico Ryan isn't going to get this, this Texans franchise to a Super Bowl or even the playoffs next year. But it's in, in, in my estimation and in my opinion, it is a step in the right direction. It is. I, I didn't like the David Cully hire. I didn't like the Lovey Smith hire. But at that point, you knew you were in the midst of a rebuild. So screw it. But if you're going to fire Lovey Smith and, you know, go all in on this thing, then, you, you know, you got the hot commodity. Obviously, Denver wanted him to turn the job down. So it's not like they, this isn't David Cully because nobody wanted David Cully. And this isn't Lovey Smith because D'Amico Rines isn't a retread coach who had a minor amount of success, but just longevity and is well-respected. This is somewhere in between. I think this is one of those coaches that you see right now when you watch, you know, the Chargers and and uh, the the um, the Dolphins and even the Niners, really, and some of these franchises that have young head coaches who have shown tons of promise and brilliance, really, as coordinators. This is that move. Would it have been better if it was offense? Maybe. I might have been a little more excited. I know somebody made the point about, well, you know, you don't want to bring in, um, uh, it was Holly on Sunday when I was doing ESPN radio. She was like, I don't understand why you would bring in a defensive coordinator when you know you need to go get a new franchise quarterback. Look, it's going to matter who he hires as his OC. And it's also going to matter who he hires as his uh, quarterback's coach. Those are going to be the guys that are going to determine the success of that, you know, of the offense. 
But the one thing that you hope, the one thing you hope is that D'Amico Ryans and his defense uh, give that offense some breaks and some and some opportunities, much more so than they did this year. So, uh, let's see what the chat is saying. Uh, see, who are the Texans taking with the number one uh, pick next year? Yeah, yeah, six years is a long time. Six years is a really long time. Uh, who still has their D'Amico jersey? I do not. So after next year, the Texans will be playing, be paying four head coaches. Yeah. How much? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a mess. Uh, I want to see who gets, who he gets for coordinators. I wish I hadn't gained so much weight since I have a D'Amico jersey. Wear it anyways. It was a child's XL. I was a broken skinny. Damn. Um, They're all unproven until proven. And that's the scary part though, you know? Like, think about this, Rob, um, and it's a good point, but Robert Sala was a sexy name a couple years ago as the Niners coordinator because that defense was really good. Everybody's like, ooh. So the Jets go and get him. And again, spoiler alert, Jets really haven't been that good, and they got a quarterback, and it hasn't translated yet. So if you ask me, I think you might be looking at a couple of years like the Jets have had under Robert Sala. This year they showed some promise, but they just realized Zach Wilson's not the guy. So, you know, maybe D'Amico Ryans doesn't say, well, you know, let's see if Davis Mills is the guy. Hopefully he knows that that's not the case. But the question becomes too, what are the Texans going to do? They have the number two pick in the draft, not the number one pick in the draft. They need a quarterback. But is D'Amico Ryan's going to use that pick uh, for, for defense? I, does that change the what Nick Casario does? Because obviously you got a new head coach. You want to make him happy. I'm looking at a mock draft. Ryan Wilson has a mock draft out right now. Oh, look at that. Chris Trip. Paso has a mock draft out. I'm looking at two mock drafts from CBS. Let's throw it over here. Uh, these two mock drafts have the Texans doing something different. So they have the Bears staying pat at number one and taking Jalen Carter, and then the Texans getting Bryce Young. Awesome. Uh, Chris Trapasso says that the Raiders are going to leapfrog the Texans, trade up with the, with the Bears, and take C.J. Stroud, and the Texans would still get Bryce Young. Now, that is interesting. And then, yeah, let's see. They got Jordan Addison, USC wide receiver at 12. And, yeah, Jordan Addison, USC wide receiver at 12. That's interesting. Uh, It's a bold strategy, Cotton. That is, uh, I don't know about trading up for C.J. Stroud. That seems kind of weird. But, uh, all right, Vrabel had one or two as well. Actually, he has been doing it for four years. The what? The defensive coordinator position? Okay, E2D. First of all, I love this is this. Tell me you get your takes from reading other people's stuff without tell me you get your takes from reading other people's stuff. The only people that would say he was a coach of the field are writers. Stop that. Stop regurgitating takes E2D. Actually, he's been doing it for four years. I thought it was. Oh, yeah, it was night. Uh, we went over it yesterday. That's right. It was 2019, 2020, 2021 and 2022. Or no, was it, was it four years? Yeah, that's right. That is correct, sir. 
Uh, yeah, because we, we did a whole review of the whole thing. Let's see. Yes. No, it's two years. He's been the OC for, or the DC for two years. How dare you, sir? Who was it that we looked at that was four years? How dare you, sir? Look at that. It's even official now on, uh, right there. Defensive coordinator, 2021-2022. So, uh, like I said, two years. Don't start making me second-guess myself, E2D. Um, but there it is. It's already listed. Houston Texans head coach. It's already on wiki. There's some nerds that just sit around waiting for shit to happen so they can update a wiki. Be like, I did that. I did that. I updated that. I updated that. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Who is going to be the OC? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but he's talking about DC. I do bet the Texans win a Super Bowl before the Cowboys. I don't know about that. As long as they're the Houston Longnecks, we're screwed. Uh, only has to win seven or eight for success in year one. Actually, I think if D'Amico Ryans wins six games next year, it's a success. I mean, for a year one, for a first year rookie head coach with a shit roster and a and a dra- a rookie draft class that you hope has some talent. I mean, look, you know, Casario did okay with the guys that he drafted. Um, you know, you got a, you got a couple of gems in there, so you you know. I'm not expecting them. I'm I'm expecting about six wins. I'd be happy with that in a year one rebuild. And then I want to see more progress. Now let's start talking about 500 and above the next year. And let's see what happens. So I don't know. Let's see who has the pull with the number two pick. Yeah. Davis Mills is a good QB. We would be an upgrade. Who would be an upgrade? Davis Mills is not a good QB. First of all, let me stop you there. Six nine. Davis Mills is not a good QB. I watch this dude almost every game this year. He is not good. Uh, who would be an upgrade in the draft? CJ Stroud. Look at Ohio State QBs in the NFL. They don't do well. You can say that about a lot of. You can say that about a lot of uh, quarterbacks from from schools until they do well, right? Like. What Wyoming quarterback has done well until Josh Allen? Bama quarterbacks didn't seem to have a great reputation, and now Tua's turned it around, and Jalen Hurts, and, and now I know he went to OU, but that's the thing. Like, um, you, you know, yeah, are there some schools whose track record is better than others? Fuck, the Texas Tech's quarterbacks were a huge flops because of the air raid offense, and then Patrick Mahomes comes in, and he's the best quarterback in the league, hands down. So I wouldn't put much stock in the fact that that uh, C.J. Stroud went to Ohio State. Just like I don't give a shit that Bryce Young went to Bama. You know, it's it's all about their actual skill level. And not just their skill level. But it's about, are they coachable? Can they learn? And do they have, in my opinion, do they have the poise to go in and be a rookie I mean, look what Joe Burrow did as a rookie, right? It wasn't great. Neither was like a Peyton Manning year. But he was confident. Trevor Lawrence, for example, was not confident his rookie year because Urban Meyer is a fucking idiot. So Trevor Lawrence played, when you watched him play, he lacked confidence. He didn't, there was something off. Fast forward a year. Doug Peterson comes in the building and steals a ton of confidence in the guy, and now he's balling out and playing like the number one pick. The same thing is true with Tua. 
right? Um, uh, Brian Flores had zero confidence in Tua, so therefore Tua had no confidence in Tua. And then all of a sudden, Brian Flores leaves. They go and get Mike McDaniel. They put him in um, uh, uh, Miami, and he coaches up Tua and gives him confidence, and look what the kid does. So it is a, it's not about what school they get their quarterback from, the Texans. It's about, one, the skill set. Two, the ability to learn and absorb and be coached. But it's also three about their confidence. Where is that at? So that's what I would look for. Um, Newsflash, it's cold. Thank you. Thank you. Sign car, draft a QB. I'm actually, that's not a dumb idea, Rob. If you want to win now, if you want to be, if you want to have some success now, then yeah, why not? You don't have to build through the draft. You can take whoever you want at number two. I, I, Derek Carr's fine with me. But Jimmy Garoppolo's fine with me. And hey, let's just, let me, let me, I'll put this on record now. You heard it here first. Maybe D'Amico Ryans is like, you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo's actually pretty good. Got to see him every day. He's going to be available. I don't know. Would you be pissed off, Texans fans, going into next season if your starting quarterback was Jimmy Garoppolo? Or Derek Carr? I wouldn't. I'd still draft a quarterback, but I wouldn't. That's a smart play, Rob. Hey, what's up, Action Lab? Good to see you guys, man. What's up, fam? Uh, Action Lab said, my Broncos look like they reeled in Sean Payton. Yeah, given the landscape of the NFL coaching options, this screams desperation, and I'm worried our package uh, will give up is substantial. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think that's a big deal, what they're going to give up. I mean, it's still a talented roster. Um, when you look at the times that these deals have been done, the few times that they've been done, uh, it, it usually works out. And that, uh, we just looked up when it was announced or when it was hinted that that was going to go down. We looked up what they have. They do have that first-round pick, 29th pick in the draft. I think that goes. They'll probably send a player they might send a, a, a draft pick from next year or the following year. And I actually still had these up. We just, it, the news broke right when we were doing it. But yeah, so you've got, um, you've got the Dolphins pick in the first round. Well, you got the Niners pick in the first round. And then you've got, uh, the Seahawks have your second and you got a, th- a th- two thirds. Yeah. And then you got a well, your fifth is oh, there you go. You got a fourth and a fifth, a sixth and a seventh. So next year, I mean, you've got a you've got your first round pick next year. So you could maybe send your first this year and a, a a two next year or whatever it is. Is it a lot? Yeah, but I think with Russ and the way that that roster is currently constructed, you're closer than you are further away. You're not the Texans, right? You're not you're not Carolina, and you're not the Colts. The Broncos are a hell of a lot closer to being a coach away from from the playoffs. Uh, than most of these teams that needed a coach. So I, that it makes sense to go out and get a veteran, a good veteran, not a retread, not a Lovey Smith-esque, here we go again type shit, but a good football coach. What's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. I'm very good leaving work. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. It's more about the fit where they are drafted. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. I would hate having Jimmy G if they get the right. I wouldn't hate having Jimmy G if they get the right OC. That's that's it. That's a lot to it. But, I mean, 
You saw what Jimmy Garoppolo did in that system. Now, granted, they've got talent, right? That's the big thing here. They've got, you know, San Francisco had Debo. Um, they already had Ayuk, and they had, uh, you know, uh, 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 oh, hell, what's the tight end's name? They had Juszczyk, but they had, uh, what's the other kid's name, too? Damn it, I can't. Uh, he's hilarious, too. But they had uh, Kittle. They had Kittle. So they had some talent, and then they went out and got Christian McCaffrey. Well, that was really for Brock Purdy's sake, I guess. But, yeah, is is Jimmy G going to have the same success that uh, that he had in San Francisco? Well, no, because he's not going to have the same talent on that side of the ball yet. Yet. But maybe you add, you know, if you bring in Garoppolo and you draft a pass rusher at two, you get a receiver at 12, you've got a couple of studs at the back end of that secondary, young kids, right? You've got a really good uh, running back. O-line still needs some work. But you think about that. That's a pretty quick turnaround. You get a receiver at 12. You get a pass rusher at 2. You bring in a Garoppolo or a Derek Carr. You've got Pierce running the ball. And, you know, and he would have had a great year had he not been injured. You've got uh, uh, a Petrie and Stingley in the back end of the defense. All of a sudden, now I, Barry on deck, isn't on here bitching about the lack of talent. Because it's like, okay, let's see what this young core does. You don't have to rock with Jimmy G for the next 10 years. But he is your stopgap until, you know, maybe next year. If you luck out and 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 get uh, Caleb Williams, like, oh, fingers crossed, I, I hope. Could be worse. And that's why I say six wins would certainly be doable with that that group that 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 the the talent that I just listed. Well, uh, was it say most uh, of it for me is insurance companies? Okay, I don't even know this is not hundred uh, percent. Take Jimmy G right now. Said PP Dubs. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I don't mind that or Derek Carr, either one of them. But this fan base is kind of fickle, so they might be like, "What? I don't want no damn car." Okay. Miami, Ohio QBs were absolute shit until Roethlisberger came along. Big facts, fam. Big facts. That's the thing. I don't think it really matters. Texas could win the division next season. Titans, Jags, and Colts are garbage. And so are the Texans. Yeah. It's a garbage division. It is absolutely a garbage division. Stroud is legit, says Sean. Mm. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I didn't watch him play a lot. I'll take your word for it. I mean, I think there's a little bias in that, you big-ass Buckeye fan. He just needs to keep the Texans in the hunt, says Total Dallas. Ah, Yeah, Brian Johnson from Philly would be nice. Um, I, I still, look. I'm not going to get caught up in the hype. I, I'm I'm glad D'Amico Ryan's and I I I owe a a, a a tip of the cap to Rob. So smoking good or show in the chat. He made the comment about D'Amico Ryan's early in the season, and I laughed at him and I said it was ridiculous. And D'Amico Ryan's proved me wrong this season. His second season as his defensive coordinator, and he's legit. They, that defense was legit. So you know, hey, uh, I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong. It wasn't silly. Um, and so good for the Texans and good for the fan base. At the same time, I'm still reserving judgment because the dude hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't won anything. It's exciting, yes. But I don't know what's going to happen. I had a point that I was going to make. Damn it. 
Shit. No, I don't remember now. Uh, he started coaching with San Francisco for four years. Okay, you guys, they, listen, just just take the L. Just take the L. It's not a big deal. You gave me wrong information. I believed you in the chat, and I shouldn't have. Take the L. Yeah, Action Lab said I'm happy with Sean. You should be. Mills Mafia. Jesus. No. Stop that nonsense. Uh, what is this? I was trying to... Are you, okay. Uh, Texans have a redshirt freshman at wide receiver. Draft another and they'll be okay. Need another running back. And, you know, you just need a veteran running back for depth. I don't think you need to go out and draft another running back. I think that'd be silly at this point. Petrie's your one. Petrie's your RB... Or, uh, excuse me, Pierce is your RB1. Go out and get, like... I mean, I don't want to see him running out uh, Rex Burkhead. It was ridiculous. But it would be nice to get a backup that's decent. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, tight end, they're not terrible. There's just nothing sexy. And um, yeah. So, I mean, hey, congrats, but I'm going to reserve judgment. This, I don't know. And then there's what they do with the draft. What does Casario do? And also, um, does Nick Casario stay out of the way? It's going to be interesting. Does he does he give D'Amico Ryans the reins to do what he wants? I can't imagine if he was on the phone with Lovey Smith the whole time. Remember a couple of years ago, um, they they uh, with David Culley was here in Houston that there was that big stink about uh, Nick Casario was messaging him during the game. It was in the earpiece. He had an earpiece. It's like. Mm, is he going to do that with D'Amico? And is D'Amico willing to put up with that? I guarantee you that was discussed. So, I don't know. I think D'Amico just wants a shot. Uh, uh, why are we talking invoicing? Okay, I'm just going to ignore this. Uh, Texans should pick up Zeke or Pollard, whoever Dallas doesn't keep. Dallas is definitely keeping Zeke, right? I mean, what is his, what is his, uh, let's see. But that's not the kind of guy you pick up. I think you, you know, I mean, you get an RB2. Right now, Zeke's not really an RB2. He should be. Uh, Let's see, Elliot. He should be, but. Oh, Lord, excuse me. Oh, Lord, Jesus, excuse me. Oh, man. Oh, they do have a potential out in 2023. Okay. It'd be $11 million in dead cap money. Probably going to take that. Right, but Jerry loves him some Ezekiel Elliott. So I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. That man is due 10, 10, 15, and sixteen as his base. He's due a total as his so his dead cap numbers aren't bad. Eleven, six, one, and then zero in twenty twenty six when he's thirty one. Um, sixteen million dollar cap hit this year. Fourteen, seventeen, sixteen over the next four. But you'd have to eat that eleven million in dead cap money if you cut him. But I, I, they don't need Zeke. I mean, Pollard is the man. That's that's the guy. But I think Jerry is so loyal. He might ask uh, Elliot to restructure his deal, but I don't. I don't think he goes and and uh, gets rid of Ezekiel Elliott. What do you What do you guys think? You guys, Cowboy fans in the chat. Oh, that's true, too. Dre, they probably franchise Pollard. That'd piss him off, but they could. Didn't Cowboys' uh, other running back just break his leg? Yeah. 
Yeah, but he'll be ready to go by by next season. Uh, what does Pollard's contract look like? Let's see. Pollard. So, yeah, Zeke's locked up for four years unless they opt out. Tony Pollard's contract. Pop this over here. Here's what Pollard's contract looks like. Uh, oh, so he's an unrestricted free agent. Boy, that sucks, too. I thought he had some time left. So, yeah, so they can franchise him. But <clears throat> with a broken leg, <sighs> he's not in a good negotiating position. They're like, well, how are you going to be coming off the injury? That sucks. He's like, well, I was really good before I got injured. Yeah, but how are you going to be after? Uh, Steelers have plenty of pretty good running backs. Warren Snell, McFarland. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We are getting beyond TD. Okay. Uh, Texans may go for one of those. I don't know. I, I, you, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter when you go and pick up your RB2. To me, what's going to matter is this draft. You've got a coach that you believe in. you got a coach that Nick Casario is not going to fire after one season. Cal McNair wrote the check. Six years is a lot, but that's about, you know, okay, let's see. By the time six years is up, you're going to know if all these players that you've been drafting and uh, your coach is the right fit, and you're either looking at a dynasty or another rebuild. But I think they'll have some success in the in at the back end of that six years, hopefully, as these guys mature. I'm not a I'm not a you know I can't predict the future. This is the most we've ever talked Texans in two years. Already a great hire. Oh shut up! We talk Texans all the time on here. It's just you guys don't like it because I I tell you the truth and I don't like this franchise and they suck. They suck. Wade Phillips is DC. You stop this right now, Demona. You stop that foolishness. Stop that silliness right now. Uh, okay, so D'Amico Ryans is a Texan. And Sean Payton is going to be a Bronco. So that leaves what? Arizona. It's Arizona is actually looking at both coordinators in Philly. That was the last rumor I saw. Uh, so let's pull up uh, Eagles coaching staff. Because I can never remember their names. Yeah, so Sirianni uh, is going to probably have to deal with losing both of his coordinators. Um, Gannon was a probably a finalist for the job again this year for the Texans. He was a finalist last year. And um, and maybe that was Casario's plan. Maybe I'm not giving him credit. Maybe Casario said, you know what, Gannon and none of these cats fixed this. Let's just suck. We're going to suck anyways. We'll just take Lovey. He's in-house. Screw it. Plus, you had all that Brian Flores thing and um, you know, they were getting sued by, for uh, switching at the last second and, you know, interviewing Josh McCown. And so they went with, uh, they went with Lovey Smith, I think also as part of that lawsuit thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I do find it interesting though, a franchise that has been, um, labeled in the past as being, I won't say racist, but I'll say, you know, you had the Bob McNair inmates running the prison comment you had arian foster speaking out publicly about racism within the organization you had Dwayne brown leaving because he felt uh there was some racial inequities at the very least within the organization this is an organization that doesn't have a good reputation when it comes to race relationships with african-american players but this is also an organization who the last three years have has hired a, a black head coach and there's not a lot in the NFL. Are they oversteering? Are they overcorrecting? 
at this point it doesn't matter, uh, was David Culley and, and Levy Smith good hires? No. Were they, were they, was it, was it to uh, check some boxes that maybe they didn't want anybody to, possibly. I think this, this hire right here though, makes a ton of sense for a lot of reasons and it has nothing to do with D'Amico Ryan's skin color and it has everything to do with his ability as a, as a coordinator. He's beloved in the community, his familiarity with the organization. Uh, he's a winner. He, he's, got, he's a guy guys want to play for. He boosts morale. He puts butts in seats, checks all the boxes. Jonathan Gannon does none of that except being a good defensive coordinator. But there's no emotion, right? D'Amico Ryans is a good emotion hire also. I guarantee you there's going to be an uptick in sales over the next 30 days. Watch. Just because of this. So good on you. Uh, Total Dallas said the last two hits don't count. They did it for the wrong reason. This one counts. Yeah. I thought Brian Flores would have had his name in the hat for head coaching job this year, too. I, I think right now what you're seeing is a little bit of uh, people are hesitant. And is it because of the lawsuit with the NFL? I, probably. No one will tell you that, but probably. <clears throat> but at the same time, not a Kovacov, at the same time, he also left there with a pretty bad reputation. Tua didn't like him. He said he couldn't win with Tua. He threw the owner under the bus and said, yeah, they, they paid me to lose. Nobody's going to give you a sniff if you, if you do that. Right? I mean, like, owners and GMs are going to be hesitant because, like, whoa, when shit goes south, he's going to stab you in the back. You can't, you know, this is still a business where people get hired and fired all the time. It happens to everybody but the owners. GMs get fired all the time. So, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, kind of like in radio. Yeah, you, I could have, when I got let go, oh, I could have went, you know, scorched earth, nuclear, as uh, W would say. Got to be cool. Can't burn bridges. Because when you burn bridges, and especially when there's only 32 bridges to cross, a lot of people that own those other bridges are like, not my bridge. I'm burning this hoe down later. So, yeah, that, the, the, the the higher the 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 track record of the Texans and having three African American head coaches is is interesting, and plus I think too they just wanted to to keep the the streak intact of having uh, black head coaches for the three major sports here in Houston. By the way, the most diverse city in the United States of America. Suck it, suck it. The rest of you, uh, yeah, we have. Three black head coaches and a black GM in this city. Proud of us. Good for us. Uh, Rob says, give Kingsbury a look at OC. I don't hate that. But I think Kingsbury wants to be a head coach and he'll probably go back to college and get a lot of money and probably have some success. I'm glad Leftwich got uh, fired by the Bucks. Yeah, he was a sexy name too. He was a he was a name that was sexy. So what is this? You don't live in Houston. Shut up. Tua should be football's version of a closer. Like he did it at Bama for Hertz to win the chip. Okay. Uh Miko feels like a real leader. That's everybody says it is. I mean, you can, you know, there's videos and stuff of him playing in the past, but yeah, from from everything I've read, 
of people that have been around him and stuff. He's he seems like a reader, so uh, a winner and a, and a leader. So you've got uh, Arizona's looking at both coordinators from Philly. You've got uh, the 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 Broncos have Sean Payton. That looks like that's a done deal. The Texans have had their done deal. Uh, Frank Reich took over in Carolina. So who's got who's got uh, vacancies? Who's who's the Colts? Why can't I remember what the Colts did? Uh, the Colts involved in blockbuster trade proposal. What? 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 One hour ago. What is this? SI.com. Whether they like to admit it or not, the Colts appear closer to rebuilding than they are in postseason contention. As a result, arguably no player is untouchable. With that being said, Pro Football Focus's Marcus Mosher has circled five possible trade proposals. Okay. Well, what's the... Okay. That's just a proposal. Get the fuck out of here. That's not breaking news. Um... So, yeah, let's see. Colts are working on bringing Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan in uh, to Indy for a second interview. That's according to Albert Breer. So the Colts still need a hire, and uh, Carolina got Frank Reich. So there you go. Okay. Brady is done. Bear on deck. Look up Frank Reich's full name and tell me what is now running the Panthers. Uh-oh. What is uh what is his full name? Is his middle name Third? That would be awkward. Frank Third Reich. That's the most clickbait headline I've seen in the last three hours. Yeah, it's pretty shitty, right? Hey, what's up, Wager Chasers? Houston still needs a coach. Lies! Damn you, lies! They got their man. They got their man. Denver's going to get their man. Uh, you wager chasers, you're like 6'9", and you just come walking in and torch the place up. Hey, fl- uh, uh, inflammatory comment. 6'9", did that the other day. He comes in and says something. I was like, yeah, I just lost it. He was like, I'm just fucking with you. Damn it, man. Get me all riled up. Uh, Frank Reich's full name is uh, Franklin Delanor. No, it's not. It's Frank Michael Reich Jr. What's so bad about that? Oh, I know. It's all love, 6 9 I'm just messing with you. Enough football talk. Go to your DMs and let's talk Tennessee Police Train Station. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, what did, what, I, I don't know what, uh, what, 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 what am I missing? Frank Michael Reich. I don't know. It don't seem that off to me. Like I said, at least his name isn't Third Reich. Now, it would be weird if he was Frank Michael Reich the Third. He's a junior. He's a junior. Who's the one that has like a racist uh, kid's name? There's one coach whose son, you're like, oh, no. Who is it? Damn it, I can't remember it. Uh, his son will be the third Reich. <laughs> That's so great, isn't it? Um, damn it, what, what? there's one coach that he named his kid something, and you're like, why would you do that? Not Jim Bob Cooter. So please don't start with all that. Yes, yes, Steve Kerr. 
Thank you, Ruin. Thank you, Ruin. <laughs> Steve Kerr named his son Nick. What are you doing, Steve? What are you doing, Steve? Steve. Why? Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Let me. Uh, yeah, exactly. When I saw that, the first time I learned of that, I was like, what the fuck were you thinking? What were you doing? Yeah. Total Dallas is like, and Nick was like, hey, just call me Frank. It's cool. Just call me Bobby. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah, that is, uh, that's like that, uh, that's like the guy I had on the other day, the comedian, Dustin Nickerson. He was like, there's never been a more important K in the history. <laughs> you got to land that like you're Simone Biles. So funny. Uh, yeah, S Steve Kerr named his son Nick. And I still refuse to say his full name, but could you imagine being like a teacher? Could you imagine being a teacher and you're like, Nick, Nick, you probably have to do like the full name, right? Like I go by Barry, but my full name is Truman Barrett Laminac. So, you know, in school and they call you out, they'd be like, uh, Truman Laminac. I'd be like, I go by Barry. And they were like, oh, well, it just says Truman Barrett. Yeah, no, I, I go by Barry. I don't know why Truman would be fine, but they call me Barry. So, you know, that the teacher was like. Uh, Nicholas James Kerr. And he's like, no, I go by, uh, Nick. No, no, you don't young man. No, you don't. Well, that's what they call me. I don't care. I don't care. It's not okay. <sighs> good times. All right. Um, I have Rob's video. I'm going to go get a drink. We got an hour left in the show. So I've been watching the Truman Show this whole time. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. Yes, you have. This is the Truman Show. Truman on deck. Why is this not the Truman Show? I mean, do you guys act like I've never discussed my name? Like this is, this is go. This, this my name goes back years when I was on the radio. We talked about my name being Truman. <laughs> um. Key and pill flashbacks. All right. So let me see here. Oh, we didn't do the most wins by an FBS team over the last 10 years. We can get to that. I got to get to stay. I promised uh little Uzi, especially since he's been timed out, especially since he's been timed out. I'll go to the DMS and I want to see this train station scenario. Uh, where did you send it? Uzi? Did you send it to Barry on deck or did you send it to Barry is funny? Barry on deck. I see it. Yup. I see it. Oh, no. Is this the... Oh, that's Barstool? This is old, right? No? It's not old. Oh, she got... Who'd she do the interview with? All right, we'll do that. I'm going to leave that tab up. I'm going to put this over here so we get to that discussion. Uh, let's see what the heck, um, there was something else I was going to do. Oh, uh, we're going to do the, uh, where is it? Damn it. 
the the uh, most FBS wins by uh, over the last ten years. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna show you Rob's video. And uh, don't forget, Super Bowl squares will be on sale tomorrow. So if you want to get on squares, we do five bucks a square, so it's affordable. Not gonna break the bank on you. You're not gonna win a ton of money, but you know you got something riding on it. This way, people that have only five bucks can play, and people that have twenty five bucks can still play. So you can get your squares. We had like four boards last year. Uh, the show has grown in popularity since then, so I'm expecting we'll at least have four more. We are doing it different this year. One thing we're doing is Patreon-only squares. So we are going to have a board only for Patreon members. We have There's 104 of you, and I don't think we're going to fill up a board, so some of you will be able to buy more than one. Um, but that board is going to be done a little bit differently. We're going to uh, have bonus prizes. We're going to randomly select squares on the board, just at random, and then we'll fill in the names, and then when the, uh, or maybe we'll, I don't know how we'll do it. Jen has it figured out. But there will be bonus prizes given away to three random winners for the Patreon uh, squares. So if you're a, a member of Patreon, and yes, that includes the Discord. That is a benefit of the Patreon. So if you're on Discord, uh, mostly the Discord people are more active than just the general Patreon members. Patreon members just do it to support. The Discord people are really active. Uh, but yeah, there'll be some extra swag in it. I mean, not swag. There'll be some extra money in it for you. We'll just do cash or Amazon gift cards or something like that. So, um, but you don't have to be a member of Patreon to play. You can still just get on the public boards we're going to have available. So be on the lookout for that. Jen's going to get me the info and I'll get you all that tomorrow. All right. Uh, Titan Hugo said, looks like Sean Payton wasn't their number one choice. Uh, you can't, what link do you have there, uh, Titan Hugo? Yeah, it's not showing me. It's still deleting the links. You guys aren't allowed. Uh, why wouldn't I let CC post the link? CC, why doesn't it show you as a mod anymore? I made you a mod. Roles manager, moderator. It took you out again? What the fuck? Oh, it's because you got timed out again. Oh, that's not good. We got to fix that. CC needs to be a mod. Uh, let's see. Queen B Spass. There you go. All right, CC, you're back to being a moderator. Grid, so now you can post links. You should be able to. I thought VIPs and mods could post links. Um, and it doesn't look like Titan Hugo, you're a VIP, so that may be why you didn't get to uh, post the link. Just a guess. But I thought that was one of the perks, was VIPs can post links. But yeah, you're not, so maybe that's why I got clipped. You would, Pookie, you really would. What? I would make a great mod. Everybody says that. And then you give them the power, and they don't. Panthers owner said he's trying to break up the old boys network. Okay. Uh, I can't make you a VIP and and uh, a moderator. And you're a moderator. So deal with it, sister. Oh, Ian Rappaport on Twitter. Okay, let's check that real quick. And then I'm going to take a break. Go get me a drink. Let's see here. Uh, by the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Barry is funny or at Barry on deck. Either one. Do it now. No excuses. I don't know why I said it like that. 
let's see. Ian. Rap-a-port. All right. Welcome to Houston, D'Amico. Let's see. Let's put this on the screen here. So much action. I like it. I like it. I'm here for it. And I started the show by saying we didn't have shit to talk about. And look at that. The sports gods gave us something to discuss, something to, 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 to banter about. And all their wisdom. All my life. I, well, uh, there it is. What am I looking at? Ian Rappaport from our breaking news update. The Broncos landed Sean Payton, but how they got here. What does this say? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download this because you guys can't hear it if I don't. So let's see. Uh, I'm going to show you how I do this. I'm, I'm giving you a sneak peek. I'm giving you some behind the scenes of how I grab videos. What is that? What is that? What? That don't make no damn sense. Is this thing not working now? That's bullshit. Maybe that's why I couldn't download Rob's. Hold on. I'll get it, chap. Hold on. Paste. Uh, well, that's not what I wanted. Let's see. Oh, that was Adam Schefter. I need uh, Ian Rappaport. Is it Rappaport or Rappaport? Which one do we go with? What is it? Uh, Ian Rappaport. Repaport. Pepaport. I'm probably gonna get a, a copyright strike for this, but you know, it's whatever. I live I live life uh to the fullest. No regret, no regrets. Let's see, show prep, Twitter, paste. There we go. Now it worked. Save video as uh we'll call this Sean P. Sports. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to get you out of this video. All right, Rob. I'm going to show yours after this one. So let's run this real quick. And then what we'll do, then what we shall do is uh, I will then. Uh, oh, no. I deleted my templates. Oh, no. Oh, don't you know that was a mistake? All right. I'll just show you the video. I'll put I got to put myself on the screen. Um, not because I have a big head, but because uh, for fair use purposes. If you're not on the screen, then they think that it's not. Uh, they think you're stealing. It's true. It's a true story. All right, here we go. Camera. Okay, cool deal. All right, here is the. What the fuck? That is not what I wanted. That is definitely not what I wanted. What in the shit? Oh, that was stupid. My bad. My bad, guys. I got this. Uh, I'll figure this shit out. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. This is why I need a producer. All right, here we go. This is the latest on the champagne. Yeah, a complex deal that really has been in the works for several days, kind of under the cover of darkness, but the Denver Broncos have now agreed to terms 
with the New Orleans Saints for compensation to the to complete the trade of Sean Payton. And what it is is the New Orleans Saints receive a first rounder and a second rounder for Sean Payton and a third rounder going back. So essentially a Damn. first rounder and a pick swap now need to finalize a deal. Uh, now need to finalize a deal with Sean Payton, which should really be no issue. This is going to happen. Sean Payton now expected to be going to be the Denver Broncos head coach. But Mike, this was not a straight arrow yeah. for the Denver Broncos. Listen to what they did. First of all, they targeted D'Amico Ryans as their top choice. Mm -hmm. yes. Then it was clear that was not going to happen. He was going to go to the Texans. Then they flew to Ann Arbor to try to get Jim Harbaugh and convince him to be the coach. Wow. Then today, when we all thought they were zeroing in on Sean Payton, they made another run at D'Amico Ryans, failed there, and now go <laughs> back to Sean Payton and reach a deal with him. Wow. I tell you what, uh, that is really interesting. So you heard there from Ian Rappaport, and that was from the NFL Network. Uh, and, and somebody said it in the chat, but they uh, apparently it's too much. It's too much what? To give up for Peyton, uh, Jeff Bell? So they give up a first-round pick and a second-round pick. They get back a third-round pick, and they get Sean Payton. But he was their third choice, apparently. They wanted D'Amico Ryans. They took two runs at D'Amico Ryans. My guess is, is that the deciding factor was maybe some, you know, familiarity within the organization and coming back to Houston or whatever. But I'm willing to bet you that the Broncos didn't want to go six years with D'Amico and the Texans were like, yeah, we'll give you six years guaranteed. So of course we will. And the Broncos were like, nah, we're good, fam. We'll do four or five. And then he was probably like, no. I got six over here. Beat that. Which means the Broncos would have had to go seven. That defense, though, would have been scary with, with D'Amico Ryans. Woo-wee. So they don't get D'Amico Ryans uh, um, on the first try. He turns them down because he's going to take the deal with the Texans. So then, apparently, according to that story, they fly to Ann Arbor, Michigan, try to get Jim Harbaugh. Doesn't work. They come back home. They take another run at D'Amico Ryans. Okay, we'll go five years and we'll let you ride the little horsey, the little Bronco that we have that runs around the stadium. And he's like, you guys have a Bronco? No, but we'll get one. We'll get you a horse that you can ride to work. He's like, I don't, have you seen the traffic in Denver? It's bad. It's okay. We'll get you a horse. And then the Texans are like, horses? Are you kidding me? Hello? It's Houston. We got you. Um, and I bet you that's like Cal McNair was like, yeah, we'll get him a Mustang. I guarantee you they were like, uh, they were going to get him a car. Like the Broncos probably offered D'Amico Ryans a, one of the new 2023 Broncos from Ford. They were like, yeah, they're going to get me a Bronco. And Cal McNair was like, say no more fam. I'm going to get you a Mustang. And D'Amico's in his mind's like, oh, I like sports cars. And then he showed up and Cal McNair's dumbass went out and bought an actual Mustang horse. D'Amico was like, maybe I should go with Denver. This guy is fucking stupid. That would be so great. I, my mind, uh, the, the stuff that plays out in my head is way better than reality. Way better than reality. Um, so, two runs at D'Amico Ryans, a failed attempt at Jim Harbaugh, and they settle for Sean Payton. I don't, I'm not a Broncos fan, but I think you did good there. I think you did good, Jeff Bell. I like the hire. I'm not a big guy that, that you know, I get mad when I see retread coaches getting opportunities. But 
I also am a guy that goes, yeah, this guy didn't just forget how to coach. If he was a good head coach for a while, he's still a good head coach. You might, yeah, you might lose the locker room or confidence or get shitty players or you, you don't stay up with the times, but yeah. Um, I like it. I like the deal so far. I think the, the, if I was rating coaching hires and we still got to see what the Arizona does and we still got to see what the Colts do. But if I'm rating the coaching hires, I think I would go, well, let's see the Broncos give up a one and a two, got back a three. So now they have no first round pick this year, no second round pick. And they've got like three third round picks this year. And the team was like in a rebuild. They were pretty close. I don't know. I think I give the the Broncos like um, a minus B plus. It's a lot. It's a lot. But you got a damn good coach. We're talking about the coach. Um. Oh shit! Perry said just got pulled over for DOT inspection. Look at that. And we were just talking about that on the Discord. Um. Yeah, I'd give the Broncos an A. I'd give the Texans an A. I think they went out and got two of the hotter commodities on the market. So good for good for both of them. I think they won in one A, and and the 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 Panthers hire right now would be fifth. And you're like, but Barry, there's only been three hires. Yeah, that's how little I thought the Frank Reich hire was good. I don't know. I, I wasn't a big Frank Reich guy. I mean, maybe he's good. Maybe he's good, but I just am not a believer. Dick Willie said Broncos went from being okay a year ago, barely missing playoffs, trade the pick for Russ, and suck. No, I, I disagree. There's too much talent on that def- on the defensive side of the ball. Russ still has some game left in him. How old is Russ? How old is Russ? Russell Wilson is, damn it. I hate this. I hate you. Russ is 34. Oh, that's old. I thought he was younger. I thought he was like 31 for some reason. Uh, that might change my mind a little bit. That might change my mind a little bit. You you got an aging quarterback that uh, and no picks. <sighs> but that's okay. Peyton will probably get a long-term deal. Six. Now, D'Amico Ryan's got six years. He might get five or six years. And uh, that gives him time to rebuild, too. But Russ ain't done. Russ still has some left. We'll see what Peyton can squeeze out of him, though. Uh, All right. So we've got a ton of stuff we covered. 6ix9ine said Russ was drafted in 2012, a year after my deployment. Damn. That that seems like so long ago. Okay. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to still. And we're going to. If the chat, if there's anything that you want to talk about, Throw it out there. I've got a non-sports story that we'll circle back to uh, courtesy of uh, Lil Uzi. I have a sports story. We're going to look at uh, most wins by an FBS team over the last 10 years. Plus, uh, I, I pilfered a, a story from um, Dr. Dran290 on Twitter. And so, yeah, we're going to do all that. In the meantime, what I'd like you to do is watch our friend and fellow deckhead, um, Rob, it's so smoking gooder in the chat. I'm going to show you a video that they have recorded when they were at a, the cook-off in San Antonio. It's a big cook-off. He said it's one of the biggest in the nation. And, um, the second biggest in the nation behind like Kansas city or some shit. 
But this is him doing his thing. Check this out. Uh, I'll be back in just a second. I'm going to go get a Diet Coke. Y'all don't go anywhere. We got 30 minutes left and a ton to get to. So don't don't touch that dial. Don't touch that mouse. Don't touch that screen. I don't know. Don't touch yourself, you disgusting pig. Uh, check this out. I'll be right back. Do we have 646-318? Are we coming on down? Are we coming on down? Are we coming on down? God damn it, Rob. And for all you rib cooking fools, here's the one you've been waiting for. First first place ribs, $1,000, a buckle, and a banner. Ticket number 214147. That's 214147. First place ribs, come on down. Bum rush hugs for later too. Let's rock and roll, guys. This isn't a $2 scratch off. This is first place ribs. Texas Original Barbecue. Oh, look, it's my favorite final table ribs. 19th place, ticket number 073257. 18th place, 214200. 17th place, 646098. 16th place, 646307. 15th place, 214023. Are we coming, guys? All right, sorry about that. That's awesome, dude. Congrats to Rob. Thanks for getting me a copyright strike with the music in the background. But, uh, yo, congrats on me. Sorry, I had to shut the door there. What's up? You good, Oliver? You good? Okay. Tell E2D hello. How long was the video stopped before I walked in? I tried to hurry. Uh, I had to go get this. I had to thaw out some sausage. I'm making jambalaya. Is it jambalaya or jambalaya? I don't know which. Jambalaya, jambalaya. I'm going to make some of that. With some cornbread tonight. Had to thaw it out. Had to pee. Had to get a drink. All right. Uh, Good stuff, Rob. Hopefully, you're at Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. See you there. Gunning for first place, too. Nice. Go, Mina. uh, What kind of rig pit you got? Okay, you guys get into that. I'm not going to. It's today's last day of try January. Jen wants to drink so bad. 
All right. Um, so, yeah, congrats to uh, our fellow deckhead and Patreon member, Rob. So smoking go to show. Okay. We have topics. I promised Uzi we would get to this. We are going to get to this. Right now. Let me set it up here. So do y'all remember that Hoochie cop that was out here banging uh, all the police officers on the squad? She, she had sex with like seven of her fellow law enforcement officers. And um, in doing so, set a new world record. I'm just kidding. Uh, but she, she basically, her husband didn't leave her. Which is the weirdest thing. I'm sorry. If you bang seven of your coworkers, I'm leaving. Because you know what would make me mad is like you banged a coworker and then you brought home coworker Musk. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then maybe, you know, he went and then he had to, uh, 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 uh. I remember, okay, this is going to be disgusting. I remember back in the day in high school, uh, I learned a fun fact about black men. I learned that they don't eat coochie. That's what I was told. That's that's not I'm listen, I'm just reporting the news. Don't get angry with me. This is what all of my friends growing up would tell me. Don't do that shit. And I would ask, why? Why don't you do that? Well, you might as well just suck dick. What? 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 Well, I mean, that's all that goes in there. Okay, what kind of logic is that? That was the logic. This is what I was told. So that's why I just, okay. And now 2023 is totally different. They, they'll, they're putting on napkins and shit. And they hot sauce. Like they go to town now. But back in 1990, that was not a thing. Um, so that would be like, man, you coming home. That was their point. Like you're over there banging all the cops and then you're bringing it home. What? So she had sex with seven officers. He didn't leave her. That's not the end of the story. Apparently the married cop who got herself and half her department fired by having a lot of sex. This according to Barstool told her bosses guys will quote, stick their dick in anything in a wild interview. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, where's the interview at the Tennessee cop fired for having sex with multiple officers, while on duty, told investigators she cracked while going through a difficult divorce, leading to affairs with Randy male colleagues who would, quote, stick their dick at anything. When confronted by an internal investigation, Megan Hall came clean about the sordid affairs. Me and my husband were kind of on the verge of a divorce, and I just cracked. And then it just kind of got out of hand. I got stupid. I got desperate. I guess, oh, I, I guess, and guys are guys, and they'll stick their dick in anything. And one part of the 61-page transcript, Hall admitted to performing oral sex on Sergeant Lewis Powell inside of a police substation. She said their affair involved, quote, a lot of sex, and it was sparked by troubles in her marriage. Well, I wonder if Sergeant Powell is married. She also confessed to having sex with fellow officers Larry Holiday and a threesome with fellow officers Patrick Magliocco and his wife nudes were also reportedly exchanged between Hall and multiple officers. Hall detailed uh, how she tried to coax her own husband into a wife swap with Magliocco and his wife, but the plan failed. She must be ugly, right? 
It, it, look, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies. And, and fellas, you might not admit this in the chat, but I'm going to be honest with you. Um, The only reason we wouldn't do a wife swap, like, oh, so you want to bang the husband and you want me to bang the wife. If the wife is not hot, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Uh, for sure. But let's see. Let's see. Let's look up Patrick Maglioco. I want to see what uh, I want to see what I'm going to see if we can find this dude. Patrick Maglioco. There can't be a ton of Patrick Magliocos, right? Husband of Girls Gone Wild, Tennessee cop fired. Wait, what? The husband of Girls Gone Wild, Tennessee cop who was fired for having sex with multiple officers had serious reservations. What? what, 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 what? Uh, where's Maglioco? Oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, chat. So this is Officer Megan Hall. Uh, Laverne Police wanted is accused of engagement. Here we go. Upper row, Sergeant Lewis Powell. So that's, that's Sergeant Powell. Juan Lugo Perez on the bottom. Let's see. Uh, oh, wait. That's not, what the hell does this work? Insert. Oh, that's Maglioco right there on the insert. Let's see. Bottom row, Larry Holiday on the left and Detective Seneca Shields on the right. So who is this cat? That must be Juan Lugo Perez. Okay. Gotcha. So that's Powell. That's Perez. That's uh, Holiday. That's Shields. And that's Maglioco. Which one was the sergeant that she blew? Which which one was that? I can't keep up. This is a lot. This is a lot to process. <sighs> this is a whole lot to process. Where is the... Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. We're getting bot rated. God damn it. Let me turn that off. We're getting bot followed. Fuck. All right, let me get it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let me turn off the follows. How do I remember that now? Let's see. Streaming tools? No. Um, enable clips. Allow raids. Damn it, where's the follow one? Challenge manage. I'm going to go to, let's see. Oh, where's the following? Let me take that off, first of all. Oh, boy, I hate this. This is such bullshit. Turn that down, too. Fucking makes me so mad. It's just flowing through there. Hold on. Oh, where's the setting at? God damn it. Let's see. Uh, and I should have this fucking all set up, and I don't. Guest star, that's gone. Clear the chat. Hello, upgrade your channel. Hey, how about fuck you, you bot raiding motherfucker? You know what? We're going, we're going, uh, we're going. I should go subscriber only chat. A lot of y'all aren't subscribed though anymore. That's gonna, that's gonna fuck you guys. 
Let's see, stream chant. Oh, there we go. Moderation. There we go. Uh, block hyperlinks. Nope. Go fuck yourself. Uh, phone verification. All chatters. Email verification. All chatters. Uh, let's see. Be cool. Unbanned request. Follower only mode. Subscribe only mode. Uh, oh, where's the chat one? Fuck. There's like a setting where I can limit how long your account has to be created before you can uh, follow. I don't know. I'm about to go into follower only mode. Fuck it. I mean, uh, subscriber only mode. Boom. All right. So subscriber only chat is turned on. So fuck these bots. You raggedy bitches. You guys suck. All right. Uh, let's see. Man, they're just going and going. All right. So back to the show. I'm not going to let them disrupt the show. They can just all go suck their mom's dick at this point. All right. So this chick is, uh, oh shit. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Let's see here. There we go. So, um, when Mags was like right by, okay, Hall uh, detailed how she tried to coax her own husband into a wife swap. When Mags was like right by us and then on the couch, Mags was like, if y'all start making out, maybe Jed will get into it. My husband, uh, uh, and that didn't happen. And when we started making out, Jed was like, no. Hall also recalled how she tried to hook her husband into a sexual romp with another couple. The fired sergeant and his wife, according to a transcript. Uh, Ty wanted to get Jeb, uh, Jed to have a thing with all of us. We played strip Uno. Uh, and then V, McGowan's wife, went out onto the patio with Jed, me, and Ty kissed for a little bit. Like, this is so crazy. This is insane. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot, a lot. And the crazy thing is that she's sitting there saying, like, oh, um, I... I was going through a divorce. This is what you thought would, would fix it. This is what you thought would fix it. You thought trying to trick your man into having sex with the dude's wives that you're having sex with would fix it. And by the way, how many swinging cops are there? Uh, hold on. I'm going to disable followers on Twitch. Cause this is out of control. Ah, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Here we go. Disable notifications. We got that. All right. Oh, well, that's pretty easy. I already did all that. Already did all that. So we're good. Okay. Yeah, that's a wild story. But let's get back to, uh, hold on, let me see what we got here. Well, he stayed. Who stayed? Let's see. I stand by my question, what does the rest of the town look like? That's a really good question. By the way, we are in uh, subscriber-only mode because, you know, these fucking asshole follower bot things. So, uh, I, for now, you won't be able to post if you're not a subscriber. But it's because these dickheads. Um, oh, he did stay. Yeah. That's the crazy part though. Right. To me, that's the weirdest part about all this is that he wasn't into the swing and he wasn't into the wife swap. Well, bro, you, you can't unring the bell. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, which is not a euphemism for sperm, 
but you can't she she can't unfuck them dudes. So at this point, you might as well get even and have sex with their wives. I mean, at that point, that's probably my play. If my wife banged a bunch of coworkers and I am resigned to staying, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to leave her. I love her. I'm going to work this out. But I'm going to fuck their wives if that's on the table. I mean, I need to, I need to even this up at least. I need this to be even. I can't, I can't walk around thinking she banged all seven of these dudes and I got, all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Like, no, I'm banging all their wives. I might bang their sisters. I mean, I'm gonna try. I might bang her sister. I mean, that's a, if you really loved her, that's still, that's a get out of a get out of jail free card. Also no pun intended. Mark said, I know a girl that works directly with police that cheated on her husband a lot with different cops she works with. Damn. Cops are some cheating motherfuckers, man. Do we have any? There's no cops in the in the chat, right? We don't have any cops in the chat. Hmm. Um, is this town a secret swinger on clip? Yeah, no shit, right? That's crazy. Uh, all right, so here is one of the things I promised we would get to. This, my friends, this is actually pretty interesting. Uh, Philip Barnard posted this on the Discord. And pretty crazy. Here are your most wins by an FBS team in the last 10 years. No surprise here, folks. No surprise. Alabama sits at number one with 126 wins over the last 10 years. Now, I'm no math major. But if I recall correctly, that's 12.6 wins a year. Um, They only play 12 regular season games before you get to bowl games. That's pretty good. That's damn good. So Alabama checks in at number one with 126. Let me see if I can zoom out here. Oh, that's too much. Let me see. Is it going to show the whole thing? Okay, cool. Uh, Clemson checked in at number two with 121. And uh, Ohio State was third with 116. That's pretty damn good, to be honest with you. That's that's pretty damn good. Let me see. Hold on. Let me do something real quick. I keep hearing this little glitch boop, in my ear. Let me reset this. I didn't reload this page. I want to reload the page. There we go. No, that didn't work. All right. I'll just turn all that down for now. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Bama 1, Clemson 2. Ohio State three, Georgia checked in at number four with 109 wins, and Oklahoma number five, Notre Dame six with 94, along with Boise State, Wisconsin with 92, LSU with 90, uh, Oklahoma State with 89, which is what I think Rob was kind of interested in. That's not bad. And then you got Oregon, uh, Michigan at uh, 12, San Diego State at 13 with 87. What? I know. That's pretty crazy. San Diego State is uh, 13. UCF is 14. Cincinnati, 15. What? Wait, I thought Texas was a football state. Where's all my footballs in Texas and things? Nope. Nope. Uh, LSU was 9. I think I missed that. Oak State is 10. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, Iowa, 16. Appalachian State, 17. Penn State, 18. Marshall, 19. You don't get to a Texas school 
Let's see. Penn State, Marshall, Utah, Florida State, Washington, Louisiana, Memphis, Michigan State, BYU, USC. Oh, my <laughs> Say what? U of H has the most FBS wins in the last decade of any school in the state of Texas. Can you believe this shit? Kugum. I mean, Kugum to death. They're tied with TCU at 29. But go, go Cougs. Uh, so Cougars in, in uh, Texas, Texas Christian at 28 and 29. A&M and Baylor. So Baylor and A&M tied at 33 and 34 with 78 wins. There's your vaunted Texas Aggies. Look at that. Look how many times the Aggies have won double digit, uh, have had double digit wins in the last decade. Uh, if you if you if you can't see zero, none, fucking none. So A and M has not had a single ten win season in the last decade. Meanwhile, Baylor has had one, two, three, four, five. What is that? yeah? Baylor has had five. Uh, TCU has had one, two, three, four, and U of H has had two double-digit win seasons. More Texas teams. Let's see. Um, where's UT at? Oh, boy, they're way down here, huh? Oh, that's bad, don't you know? There's Tech at 77. North Texas is 79. Did I miss Texas? Where does uh, – I, I think I missed it. Yeah, hold on. Control F. Texas. Texas is at 52. Okay. So Texas has 69. I like uh, one double-digit season of, of uh, or one season of double-digit wins, which is still more than the Aggies have had. God bless. I hate the Aggies, man. Jesus. Ridiculous. UTSA, 69. I like, uh, yeah, a lot of 69s. Virginia Tech, Navy, Texas, uh, Northern Illinois, and Ohio. Oh, you meant number 69, yeah. So UTSA right there was 63 wins overall. More than uh, North Texas and Texas Tech. Look at that. Pretty dang good. You go. What the, aren't they the Roadrunners? UTSA Roadrunners? I thought that was pretty interesting, though. What's this like, Texas team? Oh, Texas State. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting, though. Pretty fascinating. U of H, the first Texas school to make the list, checks in at number 28. There are 27 teams ahead of the Cougars that have won more games than them. And several of those are just one or two wins. Not bad. I mean, they could literally, they win three more games over the last decade. They're top 20. It's pretty good. All things considered. I mean, they had a stinker of a season, too, in there. They had three wins right there. They went 8, 8, 13, 9, 7, 8, 4, 3, and then 12 and 8. Look at that. Look at that. All right, so there's your wins over the last decade. Uh, why have the viewers dropped? Oh, because we're in, uh, uh, um, um, what's it called, only mode? Yeah, we're in subscriber-only mode, so that sucks. Sorry, guys. It's because these dickheads, how do you, um, <sighs> let's see, how to prevent new followers on Twitch? Because we still got 10 minutes, and I need to, I need to get down to this. No, I don't want to block. Uh, let's see. 
Isn't there a way where like you can you gotta uh, let's see prevent new followers on Twitch? There's like you have to be a certain amount or a certain uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Is the account has to be a certain level uh old, I think. Cause that sucks, man. You know what they did is they really fucked us. Uh, they really fucked the show. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of angry, but I'm not going to show it. Cause that's the one thing they say is don't show it because these, these assholes that do this, they try to ruin your stream and lo and behold, that's exactly what they did. Uh, because I had to put it in subscriber only mode when we had 50 people watching the show and now we have 37. Uh, we did pick up two more subscribers. So thank you to the two new subscribers. Dre, I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, and then who else subscribed, uh, amidst all these bullshit ass follows. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but Dre, I appreciate the, uh, sub buddy. I had to turn off the notice. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, they pretty much, what do they gain? Total Dallas wants to know. They really don't gain anything other than just disrupting streams and pissing people off and it is trolls. It's, it's literally people with no life ruining people who are just out here trying to do their thing um, and fucking it up for the rest of us. That's all. It's literally nothing. They gain absolutely shit all from it. I mean, absolutely shit all. But let's see. Stream. Low latency, low mature content. Disconnect protection. <sighs> I'm going to deny raids next because them fuckers will do that too. Um, yeah, there's like a whole thing. Let's see. I thought there was a way. I thought there was a way to um, like limit who could follow you. Like you had to meet certain criteria. There we go. So follower only mode when enabled followers must follow you for a specific amount of time before they're allowed to post. So I should have done that. All right. Well, it's okay. Um, yeah, I'll figure it out. We're just gonna, I think I'm going to wrap up the stream. Talisio. What? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up. I'm just, now I'm kind of fucking angry. Had a nice little fun stream going. And then these dickheads showed up. Um, so yeah, it's four fifty-three. Close enough. Um, all right. Well, we had fun until these dickheads um got here, so I don't feel like fighting it. And we've only we're ending a, maybe a minute or two early. So they don't really win, but they kinda do. In fact, I don't even want them to fucking see that bullshit. Hold on. Where's my credits at? So, I will say thank you for the subs. Uh, for those of you that did sub, thank you for... Um, thank you for the follows. For those of you that were legit follows, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for the, the bits. 
Um, thanks for a fun show until, you know, dickheads had to be dickheads at the end. But what do you know? It's the internet. And people have no life. And yeah, I hope their mom gets herpes and then gives it to them. Uh, all right, we will do this tomorrow. I have a surprise for you. So today we were supposed to have Liebeshock, if you guys recall. Mike Liebeshock was supposed to be on the show. He was unable to do it. Tomorrow, though, John Weston going to join the show. And I think, I think, I think we're going to do it from the patio. Smoke some cigars, drink some whiskey, and hang out and shoot the shit. Talk a little sports, talk a lot of shit, have some fun, and uh, it should be a rocking good time. So John Weston... <laughs> Joining the show tomorrow, probably for a while. I might do, I might do an hour by myself. I don't know. I might do all three with him. Who knows? I gotta figure it out. I gotta figure out what the plan is. Uh, so I see you, catfish. Uh, yeah. So Westling tomorrow. I'll get this whole follow bot bullshit straightened out. Until then, do me three favors: be safe, be kind, and love each other. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.